All right, in honor of Deadpool coming out next week and, of course, the solo film after that, me and Troy are continuing down the road of Antihero May. And since we went balls-to-the-wall insane last week, we decided to take it down a little bit and maybe jump into a little bit more of a uh, classic film. That's right, we're tackling the Martin Scorsese classic, the Robert De Niro film, Taxi Driver. Let's see what we think of this enormous... God, giant bug! Giant bug! Giant bug on me! God damn it! All that and more on a very special edition of the Review... Review. Uh, Troy, was that giant bug talking to me? <laughs> was he talking to you? I thought he was. I'm the only one in here. I'm pretty sure he was talking to me. I'm right here. Was he? Oh my god. Are I've been you, here this whole time. Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes dodge bugs and give you our big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I was almost mauled. <laughs> Today we are going over Taxi Driver. Yes. From Martin Scorsese. Yes. Robert De Niro. Bobby Denis. Oh, Bobby D. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starting off our, not starting off, continuing, continuing on our way. This is what we do. Our anti. When we start something <laughs> and we don't end it, we continue it on our anti-hero month. Yes. Um. All while dodging June bugs that fly through this. My God. Open window. I was trying to catch it and it, shove it in this garbage it was border, bag. It was a borderline rat with wings. <laughs> that thing was enormous. <laughs> What happened to it? Where'd it go? I don't know. I swiped it, and I think it's going somewhere to plot its revenge. Oh, oh boy. Just another one flies into the light again. <laughs> uh, before we get that uh, on the way, we're going to get something else underway. Like? Some news, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> well, JT, Deadpool is up on the docket for next week. Yes. Uh... But first, I got some Deadpool news for Deadpool 2. As you know, the Deadpool movies yeah, are yeah. great at marketing. Yeah. All of last movie had a, a, a ter terrific marketing campaign. This, this movie so far has had pretty good marketing. Yes. Specifically with uh, a certain character they're introducing in this film named Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've seen him from the, I think, like, the second trailer where they do, like, the roll call trailer. Yeah. When everybody introduced in it. Yeah. Um, he's also um, he's also has his own Twitter page. Where yes. He goes on with that. Also, he has his own LinkedIn page. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his own profile in LinkedIn if you want to hire him after he's done with Deadpool 2. Perfect. Peter has his own LinkedIn page. <laughs> profile i love it i love it uh it's great I, it's just more clever marketing from yes deadpool from what i've heard of the uh uh review so far i've heard peter's a pretty strong part of it i um also listened to a spoiler free review of it yeah uh 
a lot of people that I I've listened to two, yeah, and both the reviews said they liked it better than the first one. They thought really? it offered more. Really, yes. I heard one where they said they didn't like it as much as the first oh, one. Really, contradicting opinions. Oh, Can't wait to see. I'll have to see. Find out next week. What these two over here think. Oh, my God. Ah, Troy, is that your LinkedIn? <laughs> I sent Peter a friend request, see if he'd follow me. But uh, Do not disturb. Okay. So, yeah. Check out. Check out LinkedIn if you're on that shit. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You're LinkedIn. <laughs> Star Wars. JT, yeah. we got one coming out every year at this point. One coming out in two weeks. That's right. Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Let's you dive into Han Solo's past. Yep. See how that hits. Some reviews of that are already out, too. Yeah. I read one today that said that it was the worst movie since Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, there is, I didn't, I haven't listened to any reviews. Of it. I've only seen, like, a sentence blurb of it. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys from Collider, one of the sh- the schmoes or whatever, the movie reviewers yeah. there, like one of them is a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. He said he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God. Uh, I can't wait to rip this piece of shit apart. Uh, watch. Maybe they're just overcritical or maybe. something. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Jury's still out. That's a good cast. Yeah. I, I've also heard that Lando is great in it. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. Um, but Star Wars Celebration, JT, is a celebration that uh, all their fans put together once a year. Yeah. Do something great. Uh, you know, go over to an Ewok village and circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Star Wars Celebration in 2019, JT, is in our back door. What? It's happening in Chicago. In 2019, and rumor has it that they'll have big episode nine news, possibly showing the first trailer. Oh my god! Maybe I don't know when Star Wars Celebration is. Isn't isn't yeah? Because well, the celebration for this year is happening right now. Is it it happening right now? I don't know. I thought that's what you said. In 2019, it's in Chicago. Okay. What year is this? 18. Yeah. Time means nothing. Time is a construct, man. I don't know when it is. What is time? (laughs) Uh, Hey, Google. When is the Star Wars celebration? This is it not. This is not what we want, Troy. I heard July, so maybe it's in July. But I don't think. I think it was like a universal celebration. I don't think it was Star Wars. <sighs> Fuck it. Anyway, Chicago. You really need to cut Google out of these shows, Troy. <laughs> she's just a menace. I just. <laughs> she's a. I just want pictures of her. That's all I want. Give me pictures of Google. I don't know, Troy. It's too much. She's a menace. She's too much. I just want to include her. She's, she's a part no, of the family now. She's no C Danger. That's true. Don't try to replace C Danger with Google on this show. She'd argue I've been trying, but uh, oh, no. I want to say that's not true. She can't hold a conversation yet, but 
I don't even have this in my news. Oh, did you see that shit with the, the Google, Google Duplex? Yeah! Holy shit! I am on board. It's so bad. <laughs> I know. It is just awesome enough with a hint of creepy. I hate talking to people, so I love this. Oh my god, I love it. If anyone doesn't know what it is, Google had like a whole like press conference or whatever where they showed like what's coming up yeah. and with the company or whatever. Yeah. And this summer, I think they're going into a beta of this thing called Google Duplex where you can ask your Google Home to like do simple things like make me a reservation or make an appointment. Does any yeah. of those things. Anything between a reservation and an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> and your Google Home will call these places that you've probably already set up. Yeah. And have a real life conversation with them that is un- almost undistinguishable from yeah. a real human. It's with, a little off, though, still. I mean, if you're listening for it and you know it's Google, yeah, yeah you can tell, like, that's weird the way you said it like that. <laughs> yeah. But if you're on the other end of the phone, yeah, I bet you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah, it's still it's still plain enough where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, so that was easy enough. Yeah, so, like, it can... I was surprised that, like, the one demo it sh- showed, like, they call that Chinese restaurant, and that woman with a heavy... Did you hear that one? Oh, yeah. She had, like, a heavy accent, and he was still... The Google was still able to understand what she was saying. Yeah. And even, like, kind of went roundabout her question, because she was, like... Yeah, she was, like, asking really weird questions. And he's, like, I just need a reservation (laughs) for four people. Oh, you come. You just come. You get seated. (laughs) And, like, that was, like, the whole, like, like... thing. And he's, like, oh, okay. I'll be there. Yeah. But like the the Google will. She was like asking like, like weird questions like, "Do you like chicken?" And he's like, "Uh, reservation <laughs> for four people May seventh." Um, but uh, it, I I was very impressed. And granted, it only showed like two or three, probably of the good ones. Yeah. So no, how many of these were went terribly? I don't know. Yeah. But I am on board. Like, if you could just be like, Google, make a reservation at my favorite restaurant. Yeah. And it'll just call it and make it. I also heard that it'll go through like, if it has a, if it's on like an open table app, it'll go through that first to make a reservation. Oh. If it can't, then it'll call. Oh. But they still don't know like what happens if it gets put on hold oh, or if yeah. it like has to do like a, like a keypad pressing or anything like yeah. that. I don't know what happens with that, but I was still impressed. I, I want, to like have it call me to see how much I can fuck with it before it just gives up. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll like ask it what it's wearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought it was, I was very impressed, very impressed. It was pretty sweet. Chelsea was creeped out. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Google would be calling her. But I would love yeah. to be just be like, yeah, do this, and I'll just do it, and yeah. I'll do it in the background. <laughs> just be like. Uh, make a reservation with my wife to, to do this. Just have Google home, like Google Duplex like talking for you. Yes, hi, it. I'm calling on behalf of your husband, Troy. Like, no! What is this for? Your husband, Troy, wants to make a reservation with you? Oh, God damn it! <laughs> uh, I would love it. Anyway. Just get, like, text back where, like, Google Duplex like, she seems upset. <laughs> Buy roses. <laughs> hey, Google, too. <laughs> Can you buy a dozen roses? Uh, yeah, that's what I want. I just want to do everything. Um, 
What do I got? Oh, I got more TV news, JT. There's a lot of TV news this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, they, it was like that big event where they drop all their new shows and then they tell you what's canceled. I, oh, yeah. I have a whole list of all that stuff going yeah. on. And I just have like a smattering of it. But Yeah. Um, starting... I'll get to that in just a second. But uh, Alfred from Gotham yeah. is getting his own prequel series... Oh my god. Not on Fox. What? On Epics. <laughs> so some, no one will see it. This is some bullshit. But it was ordered straight yeah. to series. They don't they didn't even go for a pilot. They're just going to make Let's go however. all the way back to where Bruce Wayne doesn't exist. <laughs> you know Let's make this the least interesting yeah. story ever. <laughs> Coming up this fall, we're going to talk about the foundate the <laughs> establishment of Gotham. <laughs> of Gotham City back in the 1800s yeah. when old Jebediah Gotham <laughs> traveled with an Indian guide. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to learn about the Pennyworths before they came to America? <laughs> no. <laughs> let's watch a let's watch a seven-part miniseries <laughs> on the life and times of Harvey Dent's great-great-grandfather. <laughs> Do you want to know about Batman, but 50 years before it was interesting? Then I got a show for you. So, yeah, check him out if you ever want. On Epics. It's probably a free app on... We're going to do episodes of Cosmos, but it's going to be in the DC universe. <laughs> what would the Big Bang look like in the DC universe? Get Neil deGrasse Tyson on that shit. You know, it was the same as us, but Batman. <laughs> Uh, Bullseye JT from Daredevil remember him Colin Colin Farrell Farrell? yeah well turns out there's gonna be a new Bullseye in season three of Daredevil Uh, rumor has it that it was gonna be Jason Statham for a little bit oh but it's not that was around the rumors around season two when that came out and nothing ever came fresh off that crank two I want some more Statham (laughs) Yeah, yeah Uh, but they have a reported actor for it already. They, in his IMDb credits, it just says he's an FBI agent, but he's in a lot of episodes. Okay. So people are speculating that he's playing Bullseye. Okay. In it. Uh, and it's Wilson Bethel. And if you don't know who Wilson Bethel is, he's like a younger actor, up and comer. Yeah. He's on, he has been on a ton of Young and the Restless. He's also... Already good... But, hold on, he was also on a ton of episodes of Generation Kill, which is like a, I, I, yeah, a it's military kind of army yeah, show, army stuff. HBO. And he was on a few episodes of uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh. So, uh, check those out, I guess, if you want a little uh, resume of this Wilson Bethel guy, but uh, who knows? I don't, they've done pretty well on their casting. Oh, yeah. So far. So oh, I, yeah. I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay right. with their choice. They I'll, must have I'll seen see. something. I'll see. And who knows? Maybe he's just an FBI agent. Yeah. And uh, Statham is coming in for Bullseye. Oh, man. I would think we would have heard about that from by now, but who knows? Um, cancellations and renewals, JT. There's a lot of them. I found a site where it like it broke them down alphabetically, and there was like hundreds. Of yeah, these. I got stuck on one of those clickbait ones where I had to go through like 109 pages, and I was like, by the time I got to like 
nine, I was like, I'm, this is probably putting massive amounts of viruses <laughs> on my shit. Uh, if you want a, a, a big full list where I got it, Collider oh. had um, a huge alphabetical one-page list. I saw, I saw a good chunk of them, though. Um, some of the ones that are renewed... You'll see that these are in alphabetical order until I just start skipping around. Uh, AP Bio got renewed for a season two. Good. Atlanta got renewed for a season two. Nice. Uh, or season three. Atlanta's on season two right now. Oh, yeah. Season three. Sorry. That was a misprint. Yeah, you better write that down so you cannot say it again. That's right. Um, uh, <laughs> Barry and Baskets got renewed for a new season. I'll talk about Barry later. Um, Big Mouth has another season coming up on Netflix. Good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine was an interesting story. Yeah. Because it got canceled by Fox. Fox just took a big TV shit this yeah, year. Yeah, it did. And I don't know if it's because of the merger. I heard that Fox was adding another day for football. Like, they they bought oh, another football show. So they had that to, like, completely wipe away, like, a whole day's worth of TV shit. to fit in another football game. Well, that's probably profitable. Because they got rid of a lot of good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine got canceled by Fox, and then the same day... Got picked up by NBC pretty much mm-hmm. for its season six, which uh, is good because Brooklyn Nine Nine is uh yeah well me and Molly are catching back up with it yeah and uh, it's still fun I I enjoy it good I know some other people told me it was fun too and like I just... it's it's not on the top of our list of stuff to watch but every once in a while it's it's like one of those shows where it's like yeah put it on <laughs> all right uh, Handmaid's Tale got renewed. Happy is Good. getting a season two. I want to. Ch- I'm thinking of buying that first season to check it out. I'm really interested in seeing it. Yeah, Dave really he saw the whole thing, and I saw the first episode or two, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I like that cast with like Patton Oswalt as the mm-hmm. as the unicorn, and then yep. uh, Christopher Maloney. Yeah. is like the main character. Yeah, it sounds like really good. Uh, Preacher's getting another season. Good. And Rick and Morty. Is getting 70 new episodes. I saw, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they really doubled down on that Did one. they just put fucking Dan Harmon in a fucking ball and chain and like put him in their basement? I bet you they deliberated for a long time until <laughs> Dan Harmon got what he wanted. That's what I'm assuming it oh, is. Oh, I bet, yeah. Because they can pretty much print money at this point. Oh, yeah. They, Rick and Morty... They, they'll wait two years in between seasons. Oh, for sure. And they'll gnaw at it and, like, go crazy for Szechuan yeah. sauce and all that type <laughs> of shit. But 70, I don't know when it'll ever be done Mm-mm. with 70 episodes. And hopefully it doesn't get to the point where it's shitty. But I know they want to do that probably to get syndication. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they, pro- I think they have close to 30 episodes now. Yeah. I think they did about 10 episodes a season. So. And they're on season three. Yeah. So if they get that syndication, then they're set. Oh, yeah. Then they can just fucking. That's that's like, you don't have to do shit. You just keep getting fucking royalty checks. Because yeah. you got all like fucking like TBS buying that shit up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, cancellations, JT. Mm-hmm. It was, there was a lot of them were canceled, but a lot of them were like, no kidding. They're canceled. Like, yeah. No shit. But the ones that I uh, thought were funny or surprising, yeah, uh, Alex Inc. That show about a podcaster, Zach Braff is a yeah, podcaster, that's... that got cut. Man, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead got canceled. Yeah, they had their last episode, I think, already. I think they pretty much just kind of were like, "Yeah, we're done." Yeah, uh, at some of these, like you probably would have expected they were going to be mm-hmm. done, but they like 
from the list, they, these are officially now. Because I think they canceled. saw the writing on the wall. Because I remember, like, when they had their last episode, they were like, yeah, this is our last episode. <laughs> they wrap everything and up. And they kind of wrap everything one. up, from what I heard. Uh, the Exorcist is canceled from Fox. Yeah, I kind of felt. We, me and Molly kind of fell out of it. <laughs> uh, Jean Claude Van Johnson is not getting more than a season. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's a, an Amazon fucking, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was even a thing. Uh, last Man on Earth got canceled. I saw that. That kind of bums me out. I didn't catch any of the this last season. Like, Fox did a shitty job promoting that. Oh, yeah. That. I know. Like, Fox is dumb when it comes to that shit. Like, if they don't care, then they just don't fucking mm-hmm. They fucking bury there. you. Yeah. Um, and I tried to keep up with it, but, like, Molly wasn't really caught up, so it was hard for me to, like, keep up with it. I watched the first half of the season. I might have seen the first half, too, but I, I didn't finish it. And apparently the last episode ends on a cliffhanger. Ah, so it's like, ah. So hopefully some, like Hulu picks it up or Maybe. something. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Uh, Lucifer got canceled. Yeah. I've heard there's been like some talk. There's been like people trying to get that. Yeah. It's like one of their higher popular, like more popular shows. Chelsea likes it. Yeah. I don't mind it if it's on. Like she'll have it on. And I'll be like kind of in and out, but I don't follow it. It doesn't super appeal to me yeah um the mick got canceled yeah the uh oh really caitlin olsen oh shit one and well, good uh, thing it's always sunny's coming back yeah <laughs> and taken got canceled <laughs> no shit <laughs> i can't wait to hear jack ryan getting canceled i got a approved for a season two i think we what? brought that up last week because they doubled down immediately God. On a f- first two seasons, and we're like, why? I know we Mark brought Krasinski's that up. Krasinski's hot right now. Yeah, he is, but like, I don't, I swear we, yeah, we brought that up like two or three weeks ago, because we were both like, what the actual fuck well, is the reason Krasinski's for hot right now, so it might kind of play to their benefit to sign him for another season, like if he stays pretty hot. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I want more of that Krasinski, y'all. Uh, my last bit of news I got, JT, so you can start loading up your stuff. All right. Oh, uh, also, I saw they put out, like, a few things for uh, pilots coming out in the fall. I saw two of them. So these ones might... Like, one, there's one <laughs> where... Say with a sheepish grin. There's, like, one where... Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember what it is, but it looks like the new This Is Us, which we're probably going to make fun okay. of a lot. And then it'll make, like, a billion dollars. Yeah, it's, like, about whatever. a bunch of friends that, like, are all in different parts of their lives, and they're all brought together because one of their friends commits suicide. Yeah, I figured that's what it would be. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we're going to make fun of that. <laughs> and then there's another one with uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, the rookie or Yeah, something? that one looks like shit. <laughs> Is he a rookie? He's like 900 years old. That's the joke, though. Oh, okay. Sure. He gets... I guess I he's like in a bank because they show like he's in a bank robbery and like he kind of stands up to them, but not really. And then he's like, uh, oh, shit. Like, I, uh, like oh, shit. Uh, I'll, I'll stay quiet. And then like the they get arrested and then like this girl's like, you were a real hero. <laughs> and he was like, oh, shit, I better become a cop. <laughs> so it was like four-year-old, this 40-year-old rookie... And there's like all this shit where it's like, like, hey, if I have the ability to save someone's life, isn't it worth it? And it's all this shit where it's like, oh my god, this is gonna be awful. <laughs> so we got what what's probably gonna be two pretty big stinkers for our uh, test pilot already lined up. Those are always fun. Oh yeah, 
Sometimes, well, sometimes they're not so fun, but, uh... Sometimes they surprise us. I thought the good doctor was gonna suck, and that actually turned out pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't keep watching it, Neither did I. Like, I... That autoplayed just after I watched something. The the pilot episode autoplayed again. I caught, like, the first ten minutes of it, and I'm like, I can't stand this show. (laughs) I fucking can't stand it. But, like, people love it. It's also another one that I oh, saw yeah. that got renewed got for renewed another too, season. Yeah. Um, the last bit of news I got, JT, is Stan Lee news. Okay. Now, lately, he hasn't been in the news for such good things. Yeah. Uh, such as things like elder abuse. <laughs> and uh, maybe people, like, said that he allegedly sexually harassed them. And I'm, I don't believe any of... Like, maybe a minor elder abuse. He, he denies all of that stuff. Yeah. Because, like, he's 95, he's in fairly poor health, his wife passed not that long ago. Yeah. Found out today he's legally blind since 2015. Good <laughs> lord! So, like, he has been a part of this group called POW Entertainment that he created with a, a few other people. Um, I don't have a date, but it's it's been after since he left Marvel. Yeah. Or whatever. And... Unbeknownst to him, they had him, like, I think they, like, tricked him into signing a contract where they can use his likeness and his name for their personal gain without having to go through him. Yeah. And that's been, like, a big deal where, like, they run his Twitter account up until recently. Yeah. And his Facebook account and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's not him. Jesus. And, like... Obviously, I follow him on Twitter. Like, a lot of things, I'm like, he would never do this. Like, shill for whatever they're doing. And he just had a... true believers! You should buy this (laughs) anti-bacterial vaginal cream! Excelsior! (laughs) But, yeah, he he just tweeted the other day that he's like, this is the first time I've ever tweeted from this account. Like, it's never been me on here, and I've just taken it back. Oh, my God. And he filed a lawsuit against POW Entertainment... For a very large sum. Oh, shit. Take a stab. $20 million. $1 billion. <laughs> a billion dollar lawsuit against POW Entertainment. My God. Um, after he was tricked into signing his rights to his name. After he was legally blind and he was in kind of like distress because his wife just passed away. Jesus. They think that he, like, they had him sign documents to be like, yeah, sign things over or whatever. Yeah. Maybe they thought he was going to go sooner than he did. And so they kind of tricked him into it. Now him and his attorneys are coming back at him because now POW Entertainment, because of his name. Yeah. Has been bought by a Chinese company called uh, Kamsing International. Oh, no. And the so, Chinese are going to go to war with Stan Lee. <laughs> so, like, if anything, he might get a large chunk of money. Yeah. But I can also see them holding out and not paying him until after he passes away. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, I don't got to pay you. But if it's if it's uh, attached to his estate. I guess, then... see, I don't know, though. Yeah. I don't know. It could just be his name and likeness. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But well, wouldn't his name and likeness be attached to his estate? I have no idea. I don't know how any of that thing works. I'm not a lawyer. All right, I, we'll do like... some legal talk. <laughs> hey, uh, Stanley's lawyers, call me. We'll uh, yeah. we'll set up a lunch date. 
<laughs> let us know all about his personal life. <laughs> yeah. Let us get this. Let us get this. Why straight. don't you break a uh, 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 lawyer uh, client confidentiality and uh, tell us the real shit, huh? Yeah. Also, let me know if I can just make my own will. Because I think I can. <laughs> I just want to know I just want to draw a piece of... I just want to write on a piece of paper. And just carry it on me. or And then copy it into a Google Doc. It, as long as it's got my John Hancock on it, it's got to be legal binding. That's all I'm asking. Oh, my God. I don't want to pay you. Just tell me yes or no. <laughs> Anyway, that's it. That's all my news. Uh, so I got some news on that Amazon Lord of the Rings series. Oh. I uh, remember we talked a lot about how we thought it was going to be a direct remake of yeah. Lord of the Rings and how it would be just a big fucking waste of money. <laughs> what? Let me guess. It's 200 years in the past before anything is interesting. Not that far. Oh, okay. But uh, I guess the <laughs> uh, word has gotten out that the uh, Lord of the Rings Amazon series is going to focus on Aragon. Preferably okay. a younger Aragon. Which one was he? He was the human, uh, Vigo Mortensen. Okay, Vigo. So okay. before, yeah, before he becomes part of the Fellowship. All right. So who? The most plain gonna character. Fucking, yeah, the one that's not mythical <laughs> and magical. He just just a, a guy with a sword. A All right. Yeah. That sure. One. Yeah. Perfect. I won't watch it. I'm not going to fucking watch it. <laughs> I know there was talks about having getting Peter Jackson on board for Does it. Does he still want to do this? I don't fucking know. He didn't want to do The Hobbit. <laughs> and he did three of them. And they sucked. Uh, maybe he's just like an, like, he's just like an abused spouse when it comes to Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Where it's like, maybe. I don't want to do it. you got to fucking do it, Peter. <laughs> you shut up. Shut up. Take this ring. <laughs> Just like throws the ring at him. Piece of shit. Piece of shit, Peter. Fat fuck. Troy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fan of Zombieland? It was okay. Okay. I always get that actually movie confused with Adventureland. Which is a completely different thing. I mean, it's... Yeah, it, they it both is. have Jesse Eisenberg and That's land it. in the title and land. <laughs> so anything with I, Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> and land in it, um, you get confused. I, so thank God it wasn't the social land <laughs> or Batman v Superland. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, good thing because yeah. I would have totally mixed. You would never. Up. Yeah, there'd be these four movies. I'd go the fuck. I, the, I, I don't know where it's like a fucking snake. I don't know where one end starts and the other begins. I think uh, I think I did like Zombieland more than Adventureland. Be, be, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Land. <laughs> that one was my least favorite. I think of all of them, Batman v Superland. <laughs> yes, it was terrible. I mean, Zombieland two. Oh, uh, apparently is going to start production this year. Okay. With a possible date of it coming out in October of 2019. Get that spooky Halloween Bring release. Them all back. Bringing the whole cast back. I guess they're all oh. signed on to come back. Bill Murray coming back? Well, Bill Murray died. Oh, spoiler in the first one. <laughs> it's been out long enough. But what if he comes back as a zombie? No, because they buried him. Or they lit him on fire. I don't maybe? remember. I don't remember either. I don't know if I liked it or not. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be funny if he came back as like a zombie and there's just like, hey guys. <laughs> yeah. he's, look, we just got to kill me. I'm a zombie now. <laughs> oh, bummer. So there you go. <laughs> so get ready for Zombieland 2. <laughs> Come out next year. Mm. Uh, Great. Troy, we talked about those TV renewals. Yeah. We also talked about Lethal Weapon yeah. last week. Yeah. About how uh, their uh, rigs. Yeah. Got some hot water and uh, was fired. Right. Well, uh, if you read, Lethal Weapon did get renewed. I did see for that. a season three, and they've got a new rigs. Oh, they did recast. Yeah. Do you know who it is? He's Not. actually kind of a well-known star. I, Mel Gibson. No. <laughs> uh, they casted Sean William Scott. Oh, okay. As the new rigs. Okay. So, what do you think of that? I am in favor of a show that I don't watch, but yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like Sean William Scott. Where's mm-hmm. he been? I know. Living in obscurity, living off that Stifler money. I know. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of has like a young Mel Gibson kind of face. Okay. Like I'm kind of picturing with a mullet. You got a picture there? Here. Show that over here. Like imagine him with a mullet. Wouldn't he kind of look like Riggs? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Didn't he? Hasn't he plumped up, though? I don't know. Maybe he lost <laughs> some weight. I don't know. All right. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm into it. Let it happen. Yeah, come on. What if this is the thing that really takes it into the stratosphere? Or Just... drags it into the shitter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Ma- it's yeah, off this, my this, radar. Is, this is when they start getting serious. When Sean William Scott signs <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. it's like, now we got a Wayans and we got Sean William Scott. That's right. Time to up the ante. That's right. It's like it's the late '90s, early 2000s all over again. Yeah. Going back into the '80s to relaunch that. They need that, they need that Lethal Weapon four fight scene where they're just both getting the fuck beat out of him by Jet Li. Yeah. 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 Except it's not Jet Li, it's some other person yeah. playing. Bring like Tony Jaa yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, Tony Jaa. What happened to I him? I thought I saw him in, maybe I'll bring this up in trailers. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure it was him in a trailer that I saw. Oh. Yeah. I'll write it down. Tony Jaa question mark? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also one that you left out in terms of uh, shows that got canceled. And Humans. Oh, did I? Got officially canceled. <laughs> as no shock to anyone ever. Anyone. <laughs> I can't even believe they had to like officially announce it. Yeah, it's like, come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> you were really gonna hold us, hold us to the cold <laughs> on that one. That, yeah. that, that was gonna be a season. Guys, two. it might come back. <laughs> Who knows? Get ready. Get ready. Uh. uh Got some more Once Upon a Time in Hollywood news, Troy. Quentin Tarantino's newest film. Yeah. He might have found someone for a lead role in it. Oh, Jesus. Timothy Oliphant. Oh, okay. I don't think he's worked with him yet. I don't think so. Might be pretty interesting. Timmy O. I like like Timothy Oliphant. Me too. Pretty much. I I liked him in Justified. The last time I've seen him was when I was rewatching The Office. And he's got a small part in, like, season eight. He's oh, a traveling salesman. Yeah. That's extremely sexy. Oh, okay. Before that, it was probably that Die Hard movie he was in. 
You know, I've never seen the original Die Hard. You haven't? Nah. I've never. Oh, shit. Just never? Threw, threw it out there. Man, we might need to uh, we'll throw do... that in for like, because it's always considered a Christmas movie. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw it in like near Christmas. Although we usually reserve December for like the movies we missed. Yeah. We'll figure it. We'll throw we'll it in figure there sometime. It out. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll we'll do a month of like, or I don't know what the rest of the year looks like, but yeah. like do like a, a a block of episodes where it's like things we should have seen by now or something yeah. like that. I think we've said that before, then we just never get to it. Yeah. I don't know. But we just, I know I know Predator comes out. Well, we'll talk about that with trailers, but I know Predator comes out like in September, I think. Mm. And we need to fucking watch Predator 2. I've never seen Predator 2 Cuz I either. fucking dude, Predator Predator is good for what it is, but Predator 2 is like an awesome sequel where it's a completely different scenario. Okay, good. And I fucking but I I want to watch Predator again too. It's going to be hard. We'll figure this out. Guys will figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, well, damn it. My fucking phone just locked up again. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, last bit of news, Troy. I'm into it. Uh, Peter Jackson. We talked about him possibly coming on to uh, the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Who gives a fuck? Ago. Yeah. yeah. The who gives a fuck Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. But there's also a uh, rumor that he might also be making a film for the DCEU. Oh, I heard little rumors spinning around this. Yeah. Uh, don't know what it could be, because I don't even know what the uh, future of this little cinematic universe will hold. Yeah, I don't even know what they're going to do after Aquaman. <laughs> if Aquaman takes a big shit and they're just like, it's burned to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> just, Fucking just Warner Brothers just tosses a Molotov cocktail in the DCU and just walks away. <laughs> Middle finger in the air. Yeah, it's like I fuck don't know. you, man. I, I need. I mean, I know they're making that Joker movie. Maybe it still hasn't gone. But production. all that shit. There's like so many DC movies being made where it doesn't even seem like it's connected to anything. It's just kind of like people just want to make it as a passion project. Yeah, I mean, I heard that officially Ben Affleck's last role as Batman will be in the Flash movie in that Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. And officially, I don't even know if it's really official, but I that's what I thought I read. But the only things that are yeah. filmed are Aquaman and that Shazam movie. Yeah, I heard Shazam finished filming. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's all that's really done. I know they want to do a Man of Steel 2. The only one I'm really looking forward to is Shazam, just based on your excitement of Shazam. I love Shazam. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you you have made me excited for Shazam, just based off your excitement for Shazam. Check it out. I got a Shazam fridge. You can't see it, but I, I have can't stickers see it. of Shazam You're, point, you're legit pointing at the end of the fridge that I can't <laughs> see from here. Well, I got Shazam for stickers on the fridge. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> So if I ever need to super chill something, I just yell Shazam in the air and I'll yeah. shock it with lightning and that'll supercharge the fridge to. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> actually, no, no, no. I do oh, have a, I right. do have a bit. Oh shit. I have a bit, Troy. All right. This oh, is I one... know who this is. I think this is one I don't, I don't, I don't know this person too well, but I figure you would have some history with this person. All right. So uh, I think it's time to whip out the old Niels bits. Mm -hmm. 
people dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bids. Put this. Troy, why did you burp in the microphone, bitch? Fucking. Was not. We're trying to pay respect to Neil's bits. You're over here grabbing beers and burping in the mic. What the fuck, Troy? Is it done yet? Yes, it is All done. All right, great. <laughs> uh, dying at age 69, Troy. Yeah. The Lois Lane of the Superman films, Margot Kidder, yeah. passed away. Yes, the Christopher Reeve era yes. Superman films. Uh, yeah, I, the only thing I really know her from is this, of is like the Superman franchise. And yeah. She, um, I, I mean, I... I these Superman films aren't really my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Like, I know they were big when they came out, like, in the 70s and then into mm -hmm. the 80s. Yeah. But even then, they got but progressively I've heard those worse. last... Yeah, those, those last two were just <laughs> I've seen unwatchable. A, I've seen the, A Quest for Peace more than all oh, of them. I've heard that's the because worst Because that's the one, one always on TV. <laughs> and so that one was always on, like, a Fox Afternoon movie or whatever like that. <laughs> And so, anyway, I don't think she was even in that one, because even she was like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... She stuck around for the Richard Pryor years? Yeah, I think that one was the nail in the coffin. <laughs> Just like, no Just like, more. I ain't doing this shit anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Marco Kidder did uh, a, a really great job of uh, making Lois Lane come to screen. Yeah. Like, before then, it was only, like, the serials where she was kind of like... The damsel in distress, and this one, like, she brought a little more to the performance. Oh, good. Yeah, so she, uh, I think she also cameoed in a few other, uh, maybe a one other, like, superhero show that's been on recently. I think maybe um, she was on Supergirl, but I might be confusing that. I'm, I'm reading here that she was, uh, in the original Amityville Horror as the mom in Amityville uh, Horror. Okay, I, yeah, I remember. I, I've never seen it, but I remember yeah. seeing like stills and stuff from that. We're still too attached to the Ryan Reynolds. I very much am. I mean, formative years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd you get to be so fucking stupid? <laughs> but yeah, Margo, uh, you will be missed. Yes. It's the shit. Sixty nine is not that old either. Yeah. Did you say it's the shits. Did I? I probably did. <laughs> you were saying. This is the shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you were that broken up by my Marco Kidder and in such a derogatory way. This is the shit. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not uh, good at all. I want you to say that in my funeral. <laughs> Let me tell you some guys. This is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will. This is the shit. You know what? Can't spell funeral without fun, can you? Yeah. Let's... <laughs> let's party, party down party on man yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna do you can't stop me you'll be dead so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'll haunt you anyway done yes done great what do you got i got after you mentioned another one i have another one added to the list so i got like four I mean, i've got like five jesus i know overachiever let me see one Get that extra credit. Yep, I got five. 
I'll let you go, and then I'll bring up the one that you don't bring up. All right. Well, the first one I saw was the Romy Malik Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That came out. Um, Ooh, see Danger. See Danger. You liking, uh, what'd you think of that uh, new queen? I haven't seen that. I've just seen pictures. Oh, okay. But he looks like it in the pictures. More yeah. He, he looks like older. He looks but like him. I thought he would actually look like Freddy. He's got those weird fake teeth in that are freaking me Yeah, out. and his eyes are a little bit more bugged out than uh, yeah, but that's Mercury. His, that's that's a Roman him. Malik face. Yeah. Oh. That's Mr. Robot's face. It's Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Mr. Robot. Um, but yeah, I, I like the trailer, even though I don't think you get a good... Like, I, they just cut queen songs into the trailer but I don't dude i was actually... digging the shit out of that it was really yeah. well put together was... like and you didn't get you don't get a lot from like what the movie's like but i was i was getting pretty jazzed up on all that fucking queen he was getting a boner dude i fucking love queen queen is like the Are you best joining us? Yes, coming I, in here? I love queen more than you love yas queen, queen. <laughs> yas queen god damn it <laughs> where's the chair bitches i'm there's one There's right one, yeah. on the other side of the wall over there. But no, I, yeah, I, like, there wasn't a whole lot to it, but uh, it looks like there's going to be, like, some stuff where they kind of show, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, some of their more well-known songs yeah. and how they kind of put that together. And Yeah. I mean, I'm for it. I mean, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm totally for it. I was just hoping to, like, hear... Like Malik's interpretation of like singing. I don't know if he's actually going to be singing in this either. Yeah, I don't he? know either. I feel like he shouldn't. I mean, I, I don't know. Like Unless if he you can, can nail if he it. can get it close, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Know. But if they're just going to overdub like the like best. all the voices, like I'm just like, well, then yeah. why would you even make the movie? They should have hired re-release an album that Mark Martell, who sounds exactly like Freddie Mercury, that guy from YouTube that I showed you a while yeah. ago. Yeah, he but, is like, and he even kind of looks like him. Yeah, but he's not a he's not a star. But yeah, he is. He was actually, this guy? Hold on, was this guy on YouTube? Was he from Mr. Robot? I <laughs> know. Uh, well, then what's the point? Um, <laughs> then he, why he are you even bringing? Was, this why up? are we talking? I think he was actually touring with Queen. Like around the like world while starring in Mr. Robot as, and filling in, like <laughs> as you know, look over your yeah. glasses at her. God, <laughs> and Mr. <laughs> this is a very this is such a visual gag. But uh, yeah, no, I'm no for one it. can see. I, I did it. like the trailer. I was just hoping to see like some, you know, boners. Yeah. Well, boners. I think it's more of like a teaser, teaser yeah, yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. I need I for see what it. have yeah, you. For as much as you guys are pumping this, I'm trying to bring it down. I'm and hoping that they he's trying to build it up. I know uh, Molly always talks about. She always heard the story when they did the show must go on. Like that song was like one of his last singles that he put out. Like it was when he was like really, really bad with uh, uh-huh. with AIDS and stuff. Uh-huh. What a way to phrase that. Really P.S. Well, he was really when sick. He was like, <laughs> when he was like really the bad. The dude had AIDS, AIDS <laughs> and he was sick. Clearly, what do you want me to say? You know when he was really sick and dying of AIDS. Not. When he was, like, bad with AIDS. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look. <laughs> the dude had AIDS. He was sick and dying. Okay? Yeah, way to drive that sad bit home. Anyway. So anyway. Why don't you play Neil's bits for real fast? <laughs> so, for like, 20, 45 minutes. <laughs> when he was doing the show must go on, I guess he did, like, a shot of whiskey and then did it all in one take. Oh, I don't dang. doubt it. Yeah. He's amazing. 
He yeah. was classically trained. And to it was write, like, like he operas. Was, and he was like almost like he looked like he was in so much pain like right before that. And then he just did a shot and he was like, Let's do it and then just did it all in one take. He was a fucking master. That's Yikes. Freddie Mercury, man. Yeah. That's motherfucking you you Freddie Mercury. Don't gotta tell me twice. It's like my favorite rock band of all time. Look out, y'all. Did you know that? Hot takes coming out right now. Would you have known the answer to that? <laughs> Uh, every question is like a test of you your relationship. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. Probably every, not. I would have probably said like, I don't know. God, hit me with Death it. Death Cab for Cutie or something. I don't know. <laughs> Ew. That was a pull for me because I, like, I don't know. Death like Cab for Cutie? <laughs> What, is she 13? Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you I even know. know me? No. Guys, shut up. How did this turn against me? Because I feel like Joel would have gotten it. He would have never said queen. It might have been my 10th pick. I don't know. Would you have said death cap for cutie? <laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> Going for laughs. Listen, I thought it was funny, so fuck y'all. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny, so fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the next trailer I saw was Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. What uh, number is that? Of number of movie? Yeah. Six? There's a lot of them. That's yeah, why I asked. a ton. A ton. A butt ton? It's gotta, it's gotta I think be it's six. six. It's gotta I be think six. it's six. Wow. Yeah. Because they came out when we were like middle school. Yeah. There might be seven. Hold oh, on. Yeah, we were, it was four... like 1998. No, yeah, I think it's six. Yeah. All right. Just had to ask. Sorry. Derail. Um, Cavill. Killing it. Dude, it oh. looks like he's playing Superman in this motherfucking thing. <laughs> oh. Like, I, right before we started, somebody just put up the two-second clip of him just cocking his arms before he fights. Yeah. And he's like, this is all I want to see in the movie. No and I retweeted shit. on our fucking page, no like, shit. this. It's <laughs> like, like, yeah. This is all I want to like see. It's like the fact that the CIA has Henry Cavill as an assassin on their payroll is like... CIA is the most powerful agency in the entire world <laughs> that now. they could ever be. Because like every time, like they even like show like brief glimpses of Henry Cavill in the trailer, and even like Tom Cruise is like, "Fuck." <laughs> Tom Cruise is like four feet tall. Henry Cavill yeah. is nine hundred feet tall yeah. in a brick shit and house of a man. Delicious. Yeah. yeah, and he's coming at him like Henry Cavill looks like if you Ooh. took two Tom Cruises and stacked them on top of each other. <laughs> And then, and then filled it in and made out. a yeah, and made both of them work out and eat each other. Oh my god, what a graphic <laughs> he image! He is coming at him hot and heavy with those fists. Oh, Shit, dude, he's making him catch some hands. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. It all sounds like and then lines. and then the mustache just adds on to it. Oh yeah, because I remember, I remember we were giving shit. We're about like, why don't you just make him shave that mustache? No, no way. That mustache makes it. <laughs> Really that does. mustache mm, fucking this makes it. Was in the right for him to keep that mustache. Yeah, mm. yeah. Good job, Mission Impossible. <laughs> that mustache was needed. Yes, Yas King. Yas, yeah. Yas Kavel. Yas, I was just gonna say that. Yas Kavel. Okay. Yas So we're all excited for Mission mm. Impossible. Then. I'm for it. I'm into. Mm. I haven't seen the last one. So. I'm grunting sexually. It's, was that was that Rogue, Rogue Nation? Nation? Yeah, that was okay. Wait, the one with the sand in the desert? Where he no, like that, runs that down a building? That was the one before that one. Oh, then I have not seen the one. I didn't see oh, wait, was it the Kremlin one? I think that's the I same one as four. that's the Kremlin. Is it? They all, so many of them go together. Like, like, Did you see the one where he's oh, on the plane? Yeah, that's the one he's on the plane. But it's like the first scene of the movie, too. It's the one where like there's like diamonds. It's got like Paul Patton and all this. Sh- no, Paul Patton's like in all of them. 
Well, the the last three, I think she's in. Okay, so I not all lost. of them. I'm Christ. slowly falling it's... off Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they all run together, I but guess. this one looks pretty badass. It does look really... It dun, looks more dun, action-y dun, dun, than, like, espionage yeah. though. Yeah, it does. Um, so hopefully it's got some hot espionage action. And this is Henry Cavill it's just ass. beating and, the fuck yeah. out of dudes. Yeah. Just punching asses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next one I saw is a trailer called Black Klansman. Yeah. Saw this um, one as well. What? Uh, it's a Spike Lee. It's a Spike Lee joint. joint. <laughs> uh, uh, looks really good. Has, uh, what's his name? Kylo Ren in it. Um, Adam, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Um, I don't know who the main actor is. I don't know, but he does an amazing redneck voice. Yeah, he does. And like, I. Channing Tatum. No. It's a black dude. It's a black guy. Yeah. Uh. So... Topher Grace is in it. Topher as, Grace as plays the clan leader, yeah. as the Grand Wizard. Oh, what's his is name? Is it meant to be a comedy? David Duke, like or he plays like the drama? actual. It's it's a comedy. Duke? I think it's like a black comedy. Ironically, yeah. it's not like yeah. a super serious. Like... <laughs> but it looks it looks good though. Like it even has like that like seventies aesthetic feel to it. Like yeah. they even have kind of like the black exploitation type music in the background. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be as black exploitative as if once you get actually in it but it helps sell the trailer yeah for sure and it's based on a true story i guess yeah it's like uh this if anyone doesn't know it's about this um new it's like this uh, new detective comes onto a police force in like this white town or whatever and impersonates over the phone this white guy who wants to infiltrate the ku klux klan but when he shows up in person adam driver is the person yeah. And so like they're both working the case, but one's over the phone and one's in real in real oh, life. Oh, so yeah. Adam Driver's the like the plant. Yeah, he's yeah. the face. Yeah. Okay. And then the he's like guys. a Jewish detective, so he yeah. has like just as much he doesn't really oh, dig them as much I as I dig it. Yeah. Okay, I see where this is it going. It looks it looks pretty good. I, I yeah. wanna check it out. Cool. Spike Lee's like pretty hit and miss for me. Like he does have like some really interesting stuff. But uh I I'm kinda curious to see what he does with this. Yeah, is I you Django. No, no, that was Tarantino. Oh, God. Um, okay, I think I've only good. ever seen, like, one other Spike Lee movie, so some of them that, that come out, they just, like, eh, I don't, don't want to see that. I mean, they're not made for me either. Yeah. Sometimes, most of the time. I am kind of, I do kind of want to see Chirac, just because I heard that it's, like, like, he kind of, like, develops, like, his own way of speaking in it, where it's, like, half, like, Greek uh, comedy, like, half, like, regular slang. Where, like he kind of like jumps Sounds back and like forth it between it. Be annoying for me. Maybe, but I mean, I mean, like I, I've I've heard like scenes from it, and it sounds like interesting. Where they, they kind of like play on these like weird beats when they're like talking to each other. All right. So I'm not know. gonna knock until I see it. I like weird stuff, Troy. Well, knock knock. That. Uh, and, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> the last trailer I got is the new Predator trailer. Oh yeah. Did we talk about yeah. this last week? I forgot no, about that. It, no, we talked about how it was coming out the oh, next the day, day that we yeah, yeah. <clears throat> This hmm. trailer I thought was dog shit. And there wasn't much to it, but it's also kind of like a teaser too. Yeah, it just didn't do anything. Yeah. It was like that first Venom trailer kind of where it just yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. Like why even why even do anything if you don't if you're not going to give like a really decent like hype for it yeah like the kid from the room was just playing with like a that's toy the first thing i was thinking of like <laughs> god how many of those where it's like pew 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 and then it activates a ship 
Yeah. How many movies have we seen of that? Yeah. (laughs) That old trope. But anyway, Uh, yeah, it just, I didn't, I wasn't impressed at all. Yeah. And from what I've seen of it already, just from this trailer, I'm just like, maybe I don't like Predator that much. I don't know. I'll still, I'll see what they say um, about it. I like his dreads. I think those are cool. You like his haircut? <laughs> Yaman. Yeah, Yasman. Symbiote. Coming out from space. Oh, dun- so glad he caught up in the symbiote. You totally just sound like the guy from Futurama. Hermes? Yeah. yeah. You just Hermes? suddenly. Hermes, is that you? Uh, yeah, his dreads are sick. Sick. His dreads are sick. Sick. Yeah, you're um, welcome. That's you're it. Welcome that's all that. I got for trailers. Well, I got two more, Troy. Jesus. Uh, the one that Where I brought up them? that uh, you that I talked about might have Tony Jaw in it. Yeah. There's like a movie with Mark Wahlberg in it called Mile 22. Oh, yeah, I oh. saw. Like he plays like a uh, like some black ops agent or whatever. Oh, of course he does. And like they kidnap this guy who's like supposed to be like this special thing or whatever and i think it's tony jaw okay because it kind of looks like him all right and he fights a lot like him okay with the elbows and knees and stuff yeah like he's like really kicking ass and shit all right but i but it might not be him i might just be racist and just think asian people all asian people look alike so i hope you're wrong for your sake (laughs) (laughs) but i thought it was him all right Maybe I'll watch it after the show. But see. It, it looks really hit and miss because it's got, it might have, it has Mark Wahlberg and maybe Tony Jaa, but it also has Ronda Rousey in it. Oh my God. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> all seen how she can act. Yeah. But it also has um, uh, Lauren Cohen, like Cohen from uh, Walking Dead in it. So maybe, I don't know. It's okay. like, it's like one of those, it's like one of those like weird casts where it's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's a lot oh. of different O's you got. I'm, I'm full of O's. You are Owen oh, over there. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. nice. Thank you. And, the right uh, stuff. My last trailer, Troy, the latest Lars von Trier film, oh, The House That 3. Jack Built, <laughs> with uh, Matt Dillon starring as a serial killer. Great. I. Why do you find these trailers? I look... Look, deep, deep but in recesses like, of YouTube. Lars von Trier is definitely a guilty Freak? pleasure of mine. Oh, God. Did you love Nymphomania? Nymphomaniac? Yeah, whatever. Parts I, one I and liked two. it. Okay, he did love it. I didn't I, love it, but I liked it I liked quite it. a bit. I thought it was okay. Okay. I think it's definitely better than Antichrist. Antichrist gets super fucked. I refuse <laughs> to watch that. I... I have it I always in my to. queue. Like, <laughs> maybe I'll be in the mood to watch this, which I'll never be. Yeah. Because I know what happens in it. Yeah, I've been told. <laughs> and I'm just like, I never would want to see that. No. To be honest. And the older I get, the more squeamish I get. I've realized this. <laughs> Is it because you're a dad? No, I just think I'm just becoming a pussy. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, I, but like I think Nymphomaniac is probably like my favorite of his, and then it's Melancholia, and then it's Antichrist. Melancholia is actually kind of good. Never saw that one. It just looks so depressing. It is, but like it's kind oh. of like a cool retrospective where like. The first part is like this woman that's depressed and like wants to kill herself, but then at the end, like 
near the end, like the world's going to end and then everyone is depressed, but yet she's kind of like the one lifting them up because she was kind of accepting her fate of dying to begin with. That sounds like a Joel take. (laughs) But it's still good. Like, it's cool. I'm 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 going to give you your kudos, (laughs) but a no. And then, like, it's like, do like the whole, like, this weird thing in the beginning where they do like these really artful, like, shots of like really key scenes in the movie, but they're like done in like a really weird artsy way. Like, it was really cool. I liked it. Cool. You're not gonna You're watch not gonna it, but it's, <laughs> it's 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 still good. Anyways, uh, the house that Jack built, Lars von Trier's uh, latest film, where uh, Matt Dillon plays a serial killer. Uh, it looks good. I'm all on board for it. I want to see the shit out of it. It looks like typical Lars von Trier, and I also heard that it debuted at Con- at uh, Cannes, uh-huh. and uh, it was met with people walking out in the middle of it, and also a standing ovation at the end. So. Okay. That's your kind of movie. Yeah, I'm on board. There's like, like legit, like a scene where like he just drags someone in a van, in a body bag, and it just makes this huge trail of blood down the street. <laughs> and then like he just lines up like like seven people like head to head, and then like aims a sniper rifle at like the one on the very end. Like it's just Jesus. Oh, Is this man. another NC-17? It might be. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it even has a rating yet. Okay. But how do you sleep at night? <laughs> I don't know. I I just I fucking Monster. love Lars von Trier films. They're just so fucked up. <laughs> and this looks like I don't know. Check out the trailer. It, it actually it actually it looks really good. I'll check it out. And it, it looks like something Matt Dillon's never played before. Okay. So I'm really curious to see it. All right. All right. I'll check it out. I uh, You got anything not. else to add for trailers? No. All right. I mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> but we do have the lineup for the finals. Oh boy. For the tournament of random movies <laughs> too. The tournament is still going. It's almost done. It's almost done. We had the last yeah, semifinal yeah. match with uh Tombstone versus Clyde of the Chance of Meatballs. Mm-hmm. Did you see one, Troy? I did. Yeah, it was pretty uh Meatballs. unanimous. It was a landslide almost. Meatballs? Yeah. Tombstone, yeah. Tombstone, defeating Claudia with a chance of meatballs. Did not see that coming. I did because that's what I voted for. Cinderella story right there. <laughs> really? Well, all right. It's funny because uh, I think we were kind of thinking Claudia with a chance of meatballs was kind of the. Uh, I was going underdog. for Tombstone. Yeah, I'm, Tombstone was uh, pretty high up there on my list as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that means that we have the finals of the Tournament Random Movies two. One of these movies will be reviewed by us at a later date. We have uh, Enter the Dragon versus Tombstone. Great final. It's a good final. Yeah. Wait, either one of these I would love to see. Yeah. It's, other than, I think like, it's a lot tournament. better than our last final of uh, a weird Jason sequel versus a weird Al Yankovic movie. Boo. <laughs> 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 yeah, this one is better. Yeah. Two pretty well-known classic films. Yep. I like it. I like it. Mm. The, the cream rises to the top. Yeah. This time it did at and least. And then you drink the cream. And the cream tastes good? So good. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it does. We'll see. But you get real fat. Well, it's because it's so savory. <laughs> this analogy is just creating its own story. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, it goes along. It, it really, it should. 
And uh, you feel bad wrap. for loving it so much. I know uh, for loving whole cream. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, we so let yeah, Macy, I'm looking forward. We let Macy drink a creamer. Um, and by that, I mean she just crushed one in her little bare hand <laughs> during Mother's Day brunch. So, really, a lot of narrative there. Forgot about that. Yep. That was about the time we're like, all right, let's go. Crazy! Like, <coughs> <"Hey, she!" laughs> yep. Why you let her play with those, damn it? So, there you go. So, there you go. The finals of Turn Random Movies Wait. 2. Yeah. So, everyone vote. Everyone retweet it. So, everyone, we get so a ton of votes to for two? this last final. Is that what you're getting close to? The final two? Those this are the final the two. two. What? Yeah. Make sure to vote. See what... Wait. So then whatever wins here will have to go against either Jason or Weird Al. No, no, they, that, was no last that was last year. Oh, thank God. The last okay, time. Okay, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is it. The, the, the one that wins the this one is, we're going to review. The heat is on, guys. This is right. the one we're going to review. The heat is on. One of these two. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I'm pumped. You seem like it. I, I'm excited. I haven't... I'm just gonna come out and say it. Never seen Under the Dragon. <laughs> it's been such a roller coaster this has ride. Been, yeah, this has been like an ongoing story arc for from the beginning of this tournament. From you claiming that you have definitely seen Enter the Dragon to now you admitting you've never seen it before. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what wins. Cast your vote, retweet it, and make all your friends. And we let's get like. 50 people to vote on yeah. this. That'd be amazing. 50 whole people. No bots. And since that's over, we do. I do have a lineup for a third one. Oh, my God. In the works as well. Okay. All right. Why are you so against this? Some of them suck. Some of, some them, of them get weeded out. Yeah, yeah and they know. get weeded out. But sometimes people vote for the suckiest one. Sometimes that's people the troll fun. us. That's the yeah, fun they part troll of it all. You. Sometimes. We saw that a lot in the first tourney. (laughs) That's why you gotta get up and vote, Chelsea. I have voted. Good. And the trolls win. (laughs) That's a very pessimistic way to look at things. Troll face. (laughs) Our current political... (laughs) (laughs) It's all those Trump voters voting for... uh, Voting for Richie Rich. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I knew it. Typical. Typical conservatives. Um, <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not getting into that. Oh, no. I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, we just lost done? all the Republican <laughs> listeners. Uh, oh, I get it, Snowflake. <laughs> God. I've never wanted to leave more. Oh, shit. Um, okay, well, that brings us into the main event of the evening. We're reviewing Taxi Driver by Martin Scorsese featuring Robert De Niro and others. Um debuting february 6th 1976 winter release uh <laughs> taxi driver hit screens domestically. February, that's a weird yeah. for especially for this like it seems like it would try and well maybe, it, maybe things were different the, yeah. back in the didn't like, they not older... focus on like summer blockbusters back then like it's this, like, is, this wasn't like a blockbuster thing? this is definitely like a smaller film but, but it seems I mean? like it would aim more for like a award yeah, but I don't know if that... I don't know if that was a fact thing then. Because, yeah. like, when did, like, Jaws come out and, like, start setting a precedent of yeah. things coming out at some Like, Jaws was, like, year? late 70s. I can't remember. It had to be close to this. You said this was 76. 76, okay. Um, with a budget of $1.9 million, uh, its domestic lifetime gross is $28.2 million. 
This did not get a worldwide release at the time, but Rotten Tomatoes has it at 98%. IMDb has it at an 8.3 out of 10, and Roger Ebert gives it four stars. There you go, the late Roger Ebert. High acclaim Mm -hmm. for this movie. Coming in at an hour and 53 minutes. That's oddly specific. Uh, (laughs) Well... (laughs) At first, I th- saw it, and the time st- I thought it was 153 minutes, and I'm like, "Ooh!" <laughs> no, it was an hour and 53 minutes, so it wasn't no. like just short two hours. Yeah. Just short. Like if, if Taxi Driver were to be made today, it'd be like two and a half hours long. Yeah, like it would be. It would be like yeah, they minutes. would find a way to like make to like, draw this out. Mm-hmm. But it was like just at that right time where it's like, yeah, we can't afford to make this fucking two and a half hours long. <laughs> Uh, so JT, what happened in Taxi Driver? Well, we follow a, uh, recently discharged Marine by the name of Travis Bickle, who has, uh, found it hard to sleep at night. I don't know why this is funny, Chelsea. <laughs> Picturing Robert De Niro as a Travis Bickle just seems ridiculous. Well, he's, a, he's an iconic movie character. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Okay, well, uh, <laughs> uh, he decides to get a job as a taxi driver because he can't sleep at night. And uh, That makes sense. From there, he encounters a wide array of characters, including a uh, member of a presidential campaign, played by Sybil Shepard, and a... Oh, she's tw- hot. And a 12-year-old prostitute, played by Jodie Foster. Hmm. <laughs> She's a good actress, though. Didn't she win an award for this? Not for this. No. For some other child prostitution movie? I'm being totally serious. I don't know. I don't know. know. No, that was Natalie Portman, I think. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. That's a wide... Curiosity. (laughs) Killed that one. Um, Anyway. Prostitute. That's that's about it. All right. I mean, it's kind of vague, but I think it kind of, like, lays it out enough. It is kind of like, you just kind of follow this guy for a while. Yeah, it's a pretty simple plot. Like, it's one, you just follow this guy and his little small journey. There's no, like, twists, really. Oh, my God. Jesus. So, this, uh, some facts about this movie. There is, like, a scene near the end that, uh, to get through, to even put this out so it didn't have a rated X rating. Yeah. Had to be subdued in its coloring by the MPAA. It does get really dark at the end. It gets washed out at the end. And we'll get to there when we follow through. But, like, if that didn't happen, like, then this movie would have never had, like, a wide... It wouldn't even been able to show in a wide release of theaters. They just had to darken the colors? No, they, they, like... Yeah, they like blacked it out, kind of. Because there's, like, a weird... Yeah, at the end there, they just kind of act this weird, like, just camera standing in like a plate in like a way where it's like super dark and you can't really tell what's happening yeah and then it's just like wait where where'd he go uh, <laughs> like yeah. it well, felt like they just like turned the camera on and then like he went somewhere else and did a bunch of stuff and you're like wait go over there <laughs> oh you're not going over there okay well i'll just sit here then yeah but i mean we'll get to that in just a minute um we'll follow up to there uh robert de niro <laughs> Uh, this movie shot in 1975, 
Yeah. He wasn't a big deal at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, when this movie came out, he got nominated for Best Actor in Godfather Part 2. No, I, I think I read, like, he signed on to do this movie. Yes. And then he was on Godfather. And then while this contract was still going on, before that movie was made, he did Godfather 2. Got one one for, like, best actor in that, and then they were, like, freaking out where it's like, well, shit, now he's a big deal, now he's gonna fuck up our contract. Right. Like, there's this small budget movie, and then he was like, no, I'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) He's such a badass. So he was, originally his contract for this movie was $35,000 to appear in the film. Yeah. Which is, I would like to have that for a one job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, then he won best actor for Godfather 2, and then... Yeah, everybody was freaking out, but then he was like, no, I'll honor the original contract. Do it for 35000 And they're like, fuck it. Oscar winning! <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like, after this movie and any movie he's been in, he's never made less than a half a million dollars per movie. My God. Yeah. Damn. For old Bobby D. Just Scorsese's like one lucky right motherfucker. There. Yeah. Because I think no this is the movie shit. that put Scorsese on the map. Yeah. Or it might be... I, uh, I can't think I of remember. anything else that he made that before this. Because um, I know Goodfellas was really well known for him. I think this is like his, his first big movie. Um, I wish I would have looked that up because I, I didn't... I mean, we could look up his filmography or whatever. Yeah. But we won't. <laughs> or we will. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, we mentioned Jodie Foster was in this. Uh, she, was, she plays a 12-year-old prostitute. Mm-hmm. Which, when they brought that up in the movie, I didn't think they were being genuine with that age. I thought he they were just saying it to, like, sell, like, her as a process. Like, yeah, she's 12. Yeah. Like, to try to, like, get the sick fucks out there and be like, oh, really? She's really young. Because <laughs> she, like, seems older than that. But in real life, Jodie Foster was yeah. 12 mm-hmm. in this. Which she doesn't look like a 12-year-old, no. I didn't think. She presents herself not like a 12 year old in this yeah she seems at least in high school yeah. and she is not like when she like because like i've seen jodie foster in other movies where she's way older of course yeah. and like when she like talks and stuff i don't know if it's just because it's like i'm used to that where i'm like oh you're not 12 <laughs> <laughs> i it sometimes it doesn't even look like it's jodie foster like yeah she really developed into her like so well they said that she was because 12. they do like a lot of racy things with her like and like it's illegal to do shit like that with like a 12 year old they had yeah. to they I guess they used her 19 year old sister as like a body double for like the more racy shit that they she had to do yeah yeah how racy does it get not 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 very super. oh my god it was like there's like there's like, there's like a scene with her and uh her and robert de niro where like she's just trying to like seduce him because like he paid for her and she just wants to get it over with and there's like a few things where like she's like opening her shirt or trying to open her shirt and stuff but it's like there's nothing really like too revealing i was gonna say i'm like how crazy does this get like for um i was actually kind of surprised that when i was reading about the mpaa stuff is that that one scene at the end would have been the tipping point to give it a rated x because at that point, there wasn't, like, an NC-17 rating between, like, an R and X or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, watching this now, it wouldn't... It would... This would be, a, like, 
almost a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it totally would be. But I know, like, uh, I remember, like, the big controversy back in the day was, like, Midnight Cowboy was rated X. And that won, like, an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was, it's, it's, the whole MPAA, I think, is fucked in general. Oh, yeah. There's, like, a, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but there's that, that, that oh, yeah. this movie's been rated yeah. X yeah. or something, yeah. where it's like a documentary yeah. showing about how political yeah. it how, is. Yeah, how the MPAA secretive. is just like, yeah, like super weird. Yeah. It's had the same people in it for years. Yeah. And yeah. stuff. And it's like. Sometimes they barely even watch a film and they'll just mark it as that. Yeah. They'll just get the general gist of it and be like, no, nope, it's going to be rated R or whatever. Yeah. And you have to change this to get to a PG 13 or else whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally fucked. But anyway. I don't know, going back to 1976, like, how that all worked. Yeah, I remember, I've, I've always heard, like, plenty of stories about, like, movies in the 70s where they were, like, so lax. Like, it was kind of like a a, a new, a new, uh, what the fuck? Sorry, you guys been burping. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, proceed. <laughs> but, uh, no, there was, like, a, I remember hearing, like, a bunch of stuff about, like, the 70s, like, in terms of movies where like it was kind of like this revolution where people mm-hmm. were just kind of like fighting back where it's like, no, we want like these like new crazy, like innovative films that are not like kind of like the same old shit. Like that's yeah. Cause this is like where like Lucas and Scorsese and Spielberg were like starting to come up and in, yeah. in their own. And they were like putting out films that were like, maybe not like the conventional film. Like Jaws and like this taxi Star driver, Wars. Star Wars, <laughs> and like this is where kind of like there's kind of like a, a a renaissance of film around this time. Yeah. Um. Also, like I uh, was watching something about like uh, this is completely not related to this movie, but something about uh, John Waters when he was making movies around this time, and he said in the seventies, like it was like a huge sexual boom in uh in cinema. Because yeah. they needed to, like, push the boundaries somewhere. Because, like, porn was mainstream. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, movies like Debbie Does Dallas and Midnight Cowboy. Was it, that what it was called? Is that what you said it was? Yeah, Midnight Cowboy. But it wasn't, like, porn. It was no, just, yeah. No, but, like, it was, like... They, like, centered around a guy who was a gigolo. Yeah, and but all that kind of stuff. So they are trying to push the boundaries in cinema. And at this time, like, dragging it back to Scorsese in this, like... They actually filmed in Times Square for this. Yeah. And, like, Times Square used to be a shithole. Oh, yeah. Like, full of porno theaters. Like, <clears throat> like New York in the 70s the was a fuck, was like a fuck fest. It was yeah. gross, even. Yeah. <laughs> and during the filming of this, there was, it was like a heat wave in 75, mm-hmm. and there was a garbage strike. So, like, all the trash in the streets is just real trash. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. New, New York in the 70s was fucked. Like, you hear any kind of stories about New York in the 70s, and it's like, it's crime-ridden and just fucking filthy and gross. Yeah. And so, like, now Times Square is, like, has Disney stores on it and yeah. shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's super more it's, different. Yeah, it's way more commercialized now. Um, which it's cool to see like that mm-hmm. total juxtaposition of what it was and like oh, yeah. I wanted I wish I would know like the headspace of like the what the country was in when this movie came out because this like this movie really made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. 
because of like how it's it's pretty it feels real it doesn't feel like yeah even that gunfight at the end it felt like way more visceral and like like an uh, what would feel like an actual gunfight like there's no like hiding behind things and like pew pew it's like there's not even really like any good gunfighting it's like people running up to each other and just like bashing a barrel of a gun into the chest and just keep firing. Yeah. Where it's like, fuck, die, die, fucker! Yeah, like, yeah, it's just like, Jesus Christ. There's no, like, heightened reality in this. No. And Robert De Niro does, like, an amazing performance in this. Like, coming off as, like, just unhinged enough where he's, like, legit, like, a scary person. Yeah, I, I love... I, I'll tell you this. I I love this movie up to the last five minutes. And I'll... Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, go on. Go on. Okay, uh, we'll go get on. into that more when we go into the spoilers and stuff. But it's like I feel like this movie was taking a route that it was all about. Like I even yeah. kind of like connected with a few things in this like in terms of like loneliness and in terms of like feeling like you're disconnected from everyone else. And I love all that. And I feel like they totally flush all that down the toilet with the last five minutes. Yeah. But we'll talk about that when we get into it. Yeah. But no, I loved everything in this where it's like uh, they'll, they do such small intri- intricate things where like they show that like his brain kind of works different from everyone else's. Yeah. Like he... He doesn't really necessarily uh, communicate with people as he does kind of mimics what other people have done to him in the past Mm. and then kind of includes that as a conversation. Mm. Like, there's just, like, small things where, like, he'll, uh, the unorganized joke that he drops and, like, just, like, small social cues that he never really picks up on that anyone would really pick up on. It's just that I feel like... He's just a borderline sociopath that just does not know how humans work. And see, like, I don't know if it's so much that he doesn't know how humans work. It's like that he is really quick to, uh, for instance, like, he um, he approaches women in this, like, three times during the movie. Pretty, pretty friendly, but pretty forward. Yeah. But, like, nothing out of, like, that would, that's really totally out there. Like, he comes up and he's like, hi, what's your name? Yeah. He's like, my name is Travis or whatever. Yeah. And tries to get to know him. And, like, when he meets Sybil Shepard, he's he's more forward. Yeah. And, like, he's really persistent. I'm like, you're the most beautiful girl I've seen. Can I please take you out to dinner? If not, that's okay. But I would really think. And then. Uh, I think it's a lot more, like, uh, confrontational than that. (laughs) But, I mean, it does after that initial encounter yeah like he is very forward to press on her and be like can i please take you out to dinner or whatever it yeah. is then when from there and when he starts talking about other people around her like her uh like partner at that yeah the political thing played like, by albert brooks yeah that's when it's just like oh you're you're kind of weird like you're you're in your own head, profiling people to what you think they are and like telling other people what they should think that those people are. And it's, well, no, like he definitely, uh, it gets more aggressive and it gets kind of scarier from there. Yeah. Like, uh, I like, cause they, they kind of play it up where, uh, and like, I remember being kind of like this way in middle school where like, I kind of went through like a phase where I was like feeling like super lonely and stuff. And I know, like, loneliness kind of comes with, like, you get to, like, this defense mechanism 
where like you don't want to admit to yourself like that you're wrong so then you say that everyone else around you is wrong mm. and that's kind of what where he comes up in this where like it seems like every time he sees somebody interacting with themselves with somebody else like in terms of like a romantic sense like that's when he becomes a lot like people are scum like yeah. this this city is terrible like society has gone downhill and that's like his defense mechanism for being like, that's why no one talks to me. That's why no one wants to be close to me. Mm. But it's more along the lines of like, he's just, he just doesn't get it. Like he just doesn't get people. Yeah. Like, uh, like his whole thing with Sybil Shepherd, where like, she's just kind of this vapid, like, Oh, this guy's kind of cute. And he comes up to me and he says that I'm beautiful. Of course I'm going to go out with him. But then it's like, as it goes on is like it's just he's you can tell like he's just not really connecting he's just kind of mimicking stuff he's seen in the past mm. like like i love the unorganized like he brings mm-hmm. it up where it's like you see the poster in his in his uh in his apartment where it's like this guy says i just can't i'm just can't get organized mm-hmm. and it but it's like a visual gag where it's like he, it's like a bunch of jumbled up things and then like it's called organized because it like makes the word like run off the off the post or whatever yeah. like it it makes it where it's like oh he's so unorganized that he doesn't even have like the word spelled properly right it's more of a visual gag but he presents it more as like uh like an audible gag like he starts laughing and like yeah I guess you can say I'm unorganized and then he's like starts laughing and she's like what? Yeah, and then he has to explain it to her, and it's like, yeah, ugh. but he's not even really explaining it. Like he just keeps repeating it, where it's like, you should get this. You're a person. Yeah, like it, it, that's how he kind of comes off with everything that he really does in this. Like he never really, he doesn't really get why people respond to him in the way that he does, because he feels like, well, I've done my research, and people do this, so why don't you like this? Yeah, and you get more of that. Like I feel like it's really done pretty well. Like. As it progresses to the movie, you see that more and more and more and more as it goes on. And it all just stacks on each other, too. Yeah. Because, like, right from the beginning, he's a pretty decent guy. Like, he's looking for a job, and he, like, Mm -hmm. seems on the up and up. And it's just, like... Until he's, like, writing that letter where it's, like, people are the scum of the earth. And you're, like, okay, so this guy's kind of (laughs) weird. But, like, I was, like, the first 20 minutes, I was, like not really into it until like the first time he goes to that uh adult theater uh-huh. and then like he's getting like the like the uh like getting like food and stuff at the front desk and then he's like so what are you doing after this and like the girl's like are you legit hitting on me before you go into a fucking porno theater he's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like uh-huh. you're legit trying to get a date with me right before you go <laughs> jerk off apparently <laughs> but it's like it's like it's like one of those things where like i feel like he when he goes to like a porno theater, like he just, I don't even really think that the whole sex thing processes to him. It's just like, it's more like a routine form where it's like, this is the theater that I go to. I go see movies here. Mm-hmm. They play dirty movies, but I don't care about the movie. I just go to it because that's what a person does. Yeah. I and I think that's why he takes Civil Shepherd there on their date because he's like, what? It's a movie. You take the person you like to a movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's exactly like that or not, that in, at least in my head, like, I just think he just, that's like one form of like stimulation that he can get 
Now, I don't. I think he's. I don't even think he's really like sex driven in this. I think he's no, still I a vir- I think he's still a virgin, to be honest. No. Well, yeah. I don't know. Like I because everything everything that gets anything that he uh, comes in contact with that's like sexual in any way, like it kind of stops him in his tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even when he goes for, uh, I mean, goes for it later when they meet up with um, Jodie Foster. It doesn't end up being sexual at all. No, I don't, because I don't think he even really did it to to have sex with her. He just kind of wanted to talk to her. Yeah, because he he runs into her like three times before he actually has like her first yeah like, real encounter with her. Yeah, yeah. But I I I feel like this is like the beginnings of like a sociopath, mm. where like he yeah. is he he doesn't really have like that kind of human connection. And he's trying to find it, but he's kind of failing in all on all levels. Uh-huh. So like he's being very like he's getting really uh, downtrodden on just people in general. It's weird because like he is like he's isolating himself, and through that he's getting like lonely because he wants to reach out to some people. He does yeah. it, and like. Then he gets rejected. So then all he does is isolate himself more, which he hates. Yeah. So he's like. It's like chicken or the egg scenario. Yeah, it's always like, it's a weird thing that just like eats at him more and more. And throughout the whole movie, you see him like get just stages of dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's like, oh God, like this is like uh, watching this, seeing like how uneasy he is towards like people and like I... Like, through how people, like, withdraw themselves from, like, real interaction now and just, like, spend their lives on social media. Mm-hmm. That's what I oh, f- yeah. fear yeah. of, like, what's outside I feel now. like if you want, like, the modern-day taxi driver, watch Ingrid Goes West. Yeah? Because it's pretty much, like, Aubrey Plaza plays, like, this woman that, like, goes on social media and then talks to people. And then when they don't talk to her back, she just goes insane and wonders, why don't you want to talk to me? Ugh. Like it's, I feel like that's like this would what be this would be like the modern day taxi driver, like him going on like Facebook or Twitter and being like, "Hey, I liked your picture. Oh, you didn't like mine back? Well, I'm gonna go to your house and beat the fuck out of you." Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what freak. That's what it is, though. It's like he goes out and tries to like meet people like through a, a real ordinary way. Yeah, he g- feels rejection. Then he pushes back because he's not like completely all knows how to talk to people or handle that situation. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go buy a gun. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. But no, I, but I, uh, scary <laughs> shit. But I feel like, uh, I think that goes back to him, like mimicking other people around him. Like, uh, when, uh, Sybil Shepard starts like, uh, denying his, uh, advances, he just keeps upping the ante more and more and more. Like he just keeps sending her flowers, keeps calling her because that's uh-huh. what people do. Uh-huh. And then sooner or later, she's going to say, Okay, I'll bring you. I'll I'll let you back into my life, because it's like I think like that's what, what society and what like other interactions with people like convinces them of. Like he watches TV all the time, mm-hmm. and media does that to you all the time. Where it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you fucking you do these like big grand gestures of love, and then they're bound to bring to. to Come back to you. Come back stuff? to you. Yeah. And he does that all the time. He keeps sending her flowers, keeps calling her, mm-hmm. and she keeps denying him over and over again until he goes to her house and it goes to her uh, place of work and is like, what the fuck? I'm doing all the right shit. Yeah. Just fucking come back to me. God damn it. Yeah. And it's like, 
no. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not how the real world works. And I think right. that this does like a really good job of that. Yeah. Um, it's it's weird that we're going on about the Sybil stuff because like in when I was watching it, like that that doesn't happen like a through like a huge chunk of the movie. Yeah. Like I was actually thinking like because I thought the movie was probably a little longer than it needed to be. Like <laughs> that's probably gonna like get me hated. Like I said, I think like I think the first twenty minutes it takes its time. Like they kind of try and really try and get you to know what is what a day in the life of him is like. Uh-huh. And I think like sure you can do that, but it's like not really necessary. That's that part didn't bother me so much. The whole political aspect of this movie, like just the whole like that guy running for president and like yeah. Sybil Shepherd, like I don't think you need that so much in the movie. Cuz like it doesn't have a, ever a payoff. And when it does, it's at the end which I don't like. See, I like I like that where um well there's like a really cool uh scene that he has with another cab driver called uh the wizard. Yeah. And like he has this like kind of like talk with him and he's talking about like how like oh man I just think people are terrible and I I I just want this world I just want the city to get cleaned up and blah 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 and then like the wizard goes on to this like this whole diatribe where he's like look when you get to a certain point in your life, you are what you do. Mm-hmm. And I've been a taxi driver for 18 years. I don't even own my own taxi. So I'm not even a taxi owner. I'm a driver. Mm-hmm. So that's what I am now. But you're old. You're young enough now where <clears throat> what you do doesn't really matter. It's just you need to figure out what you are. Mm-hmm. And what you are is what you do. And I think that's like the main... That's like some pretty cool foreshadowing for the end. Where like <clears throat> he tries to do something, but he doesn't do it. But then the thing that he does defines him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't. I kind of liked it because it shows how crazy he is. But then the thing that he really does kind of sheds him in a different light. That's not really him at all. See, like, so the whole political campaign thing, like, that's where he meets Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. And, like, he goes on a date with her and then... Asks her again to go to a movie, takes her to that porno theater. Yeah. And she hates it. And that's yeah. where he gets rejected. And then he tries to apologize and she doesn't take him back. And then she's like not in the rest of the movie. And then it goes on to like the last like two acts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like she's only like around for the beginning of the movie. And mm-hmm. then like the only time where I think it's like necessary to even bring up that senator running for president is when he has that taxi ride with him yeah and he's like going off and like what do i think needs to be done this city needs to be cleaned up and needs to be flushed down a toilet yeah and i'm like now you see like the wheels turning and like the kind of like a plot thread forming like yeah what he needs to do at the end but then like when it comes near the end when you think he's going to take like action against the senator it doesn't happen and i'm like but he, he's, he's about to until he gets caught and then yeah. he runs away. Because I, I, I kind of like that thread because, yeah, he has a taxi drive with him. And then the guy's like, just to just kind of like dismiss him. All he goes like, yeah, I agree. This city does need cleaning. <laughs> well, I better go. And then he leaves. And then like he sees like a like a campaign thing with him where he's like, I'm for the people. I love the people. And mm. then 
Like, you kind of, like, see where he's like, oh, so what you told me in the cab is bullshit. And then mm. he kind of gets that, like, small resentment yeah. for him. Yeah, I guess. And I think that's what kind of leads him to being like, well, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. I, I Maybe I just thought it, it was, like, Scorsese, like, doing his whole thing where he's taking a lot of time on one thing where it doesn't really lead up to much. I, I don't mind where it goes. Because, like, yeah, he doesn't do it, but it's one of those things where... He started out like he was preparing for something else that's considered terrible, but then it led him down a road that made him do something that wasn't as terrible. Granted, it might still be terrible. We'll talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> but like it leads him down a path that where like because he did this other thing, he's seen in a much more different light. If he would have yeah. been successful with the other thing, he would have been seen in a completely oh, different yeah. way. Yeah. But because he didn't succeed in that and then did this other thing, that's what makes him a hero. Yeah. Um, so when, like, further down the further down the line, when he, like, he's, like, going on on jobs and stuff and, like, the world is beating him down. Like, it's not so much like the world beats him down. It's just, like, he doesn't like his where he is. Like, his yeah. surroundings just suck. Like, New York City, like, at this time yeah. is, like... A pit of despair. I read like a fact where uh, the guy that wrote the screenplay for this, and I don't remember his name. Um, I'll have to look it up. Oh, um, yeah, go on. I think but, I know what you're okay. going to say. I'll but, look it but up. But the guy that wrote the screenplay for this, he kind of wrote it mildly autobiographical because he's a guy that moved from the Midwest to New York. And he said when he first moved to New York, like he didn't really he found it really tough to meet new people. Paul Schrader. Yeah, Paul Schrader. So when he moved from like the Midwest to New York, he found it really hard to meet people. And then he kind of found himself like falling into the same tropes as Travis Bickle does, where like he found himself going to porn theaters for no reason. And like he became like really infatuated with guns. And uh, he even like found it really hard to sleep at night. So he took a job as a taxi driver. Like he kind I mean, of he was a delivery man. Oh, delivery man. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, like just like small things like that. So like he kind of wrote the script based off of that. But I feel like, like, I do kind of see like the the hints of loneliness in it. But I feel like it's mostly loneliness based off the fact that he can't really connect with people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like it's not so much like oh you're in a, you're in a new surrounding it's hard to it's hard to have friends when you don't know anybody it's more along the lines of he just doesn't know how to talk to people in general yeah and I mean it could be both too because I think it's it's this is set like after Vietnam and he's getting back from Vietnam yeah and so he's like kind of in like a big pool of places like he's never been like I don't know if he where he grew up or anything like yeah. that but like there's like a I wish it would have done more with, like, his backstory. There is, like, this, like, weird scene where he writes a note to his parents. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a sense of, like, what his relationship is with his parents mm-hmm. through that. But it's not much. He's no. just kind of like, I'm fine. I'm working for the government. And then he just sends it off. So it's like, oh, so, like, I don't know what your relationship was with your parents. Like, I, like that's... Before that scene, I was kind of, like, putting together, like, maybe his his dad was, like, one of those, like, anti-government types where he was, like, it's the fucking, it's the people. They're the ones that are just fucking all this up. All, this, mm. all, these, all these kids with their free love and their horse shit <laughs> going around just fucking everything up for the, for the real American mm. and stuff like that. 
and like uh, the whole like porno theater thing because he was coming right back from Vietnam, like and people talk so crass. Like you can just imagine like some guy in his bunk being like, Oh yeah, I go I go and watch people fuck on screen all the time. <laughs> like like that's why I kinda like link that to like the mimicking where it's like, Oh, he likes this theater and people go to these that means people go to these theaters. I will go to this theater now and be a normal person. Um little bit of levity in this. Like Robert Nero's character eats like shit in this movie. <laughs> And I noticed it, like, that's my first note in this. Like, all he eats is, like, candy and soda. And, like, even when he goes to that that theater for the first time and tries to, like, hit on the, like, the the clerk up there. Yeah. She's like, no, do you want something to eat or not? And he's like, well, can I have this and this and this and this and a Coke? We only have RC Cola. Okay. And I'll have a popcorn. And it's just like... Eight pounds of candy. <laughs> and then you're like, it's a buck thirty or something oh, dude, like that. Shit is so cheap in this. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> but then like all you see him like eat the rest of the like through a portion of the movie until he starts to like change is like he's just always got like Coke cans lying around. He's always eating Doritos and shit. I'm oh, like, yeah. He eats like a fucking teenager. Yeah. And I feel like he is kind of like a like a little kid in this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he's not really like fully developed in that sense. Yeah. And then he like turns a new leaf and he's like, no, I can't be eating all that shit. I got to be eating healthy. And like he's saying this whole monologue or whatever. And he's like yeah. holding his super vascular fo- <laughs> forearm over a flame. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is intense right now. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite scenes in this is like the scene that actually has Martin Scorsese in it. Oh yeah, where they... where uh, he uh, he's just like a he's like a regular fare for uh, De Niro, and then like he pulls up, and like the guy's like, "Hold on, hold on, just just don't don't charge me or anything. Just like just look up in this window." And he talks about like how his wife is cheating on him, and how he's going to like blow her away with like just. In the most graphic way possible, talking about yeah. using this forty-four Magnum on his wife. Yeah. But I like that scene because it's like it's so drawn out and like you kind of sense that like he's confessing to this taxi driver like he just wants someone to talk him out of it, kind of. Because he mm. keeps babbling on and on and on, and he, he's like asking him like rhetorical questions, but he like kind of wants him to cut him off. Mm-hmm. Like he'll like ask him a question and like pause and like you don't have to answer that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> where it's like he's trying to like find like these little things where like he wants to near to cut him off and be like you're fucking nuts. So he can just be like oh yeah you're right you're right never mind I won't do yeah, that then. Yeah. But he never does. And then uh, like the the scene right after that is when he goes and sees the guy that sells guns and the first one he he points out is he wants a forty four Magnum. Right. Which is funny because it's like you have this huge horrible diatribe about how he's gonna fucking stick this forty four magnum in his wife's vagina and blow it apart. Yeah. But yet the one thing that De Niro pulls out of that entire thing is Ooh, forty four magnum is a pretty good gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like that's kind of like what I pull from like he just doesn't know how humans work. Where it's like he can listen to someone talking about using a gun in the most horrific way possible, but then in his eyes like, oh okay, that sounds like a really good gun then. Yeah, it's a good recommendation. Thanks. Yeah, because he does that, and then the guy's like, oh, well, if you like this, then you might like this, you might like this, you might like this, and then he buys all of them because he doesn't know, <laughs> like, he, yeah. never, he doesn't do research, like, yeah. he's just like, oh, well, you're a human being, and you like all these guns, I like all these guns, I will buy all of these guns. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't spend his money on anything, so he's just like, 
I'll take them all. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus. And then the guy's like, "We go, you want any meth? <laughs> I, got, I got crack and coke and all this shit. You want to yeah. buy a car? Yeah. He's like, like, no, no, no. no, I'll just, no. Yeah. The guns are okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll just take the guns. But, like, uh, going back to your whole thing about him, like, being a kid, like, that's kind of, like, how he... Anytime, like, he's in the apartment, he's, he seems like a kid. Like, he's playing with his guns. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, looking in the mirror, like, pointing it and firing it, like, just constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just... I remember doing that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, getting, like, a dart, like, a Nerf dart gun and being like, pew! <laughs> 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 just like looking at shit and just like look trying to like ah oh, look so cool with my gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what else have I got? Oh <laughs> also Harvey Keitel in this looks like fucking Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh yeah. But I, I love Harvey Keitel in this. He doesn't have like a huge part in this either. No, but I think it's a really important one because I kind of have a theory where I think Harvey Keitel is kind of like what Travis Bickle's going to be like in five years. No, I think it's the exact opposite. Oh, no, 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 no. Because they even have a scene... Because I feel like even uh, uh, Harvey Keitel's character, I think his name is Sport in this. I think he's Um, called Sport. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I feel like Harvey Keitel's character is Travis Bickle if he did not have, like, those sexual boundaries. Because they even have that scene where he's dancing with uh, Jodie Foster in the apartment, and like he puts music on to dance with her, and it's the the music they play every time they show Travis Bickle. Hmm. But it's kind of like done in like a weird, like kind of like drawn out more of a serenade as opposed to like like this noir type song. Yeah, and I feel like that's to kind of like point to you like Harvey Ty- Keitel is not too far off from what Travis Bickle is. He's just. He, he, instead of, like, being, like, drawn, like, being, like, scared off from sex, like, he kind of uses sex as a way to not feel lonely. Mm. I don't, see, me personally, I don't think his, Travis would ever get to that point, because, like, he is so, like, recluse. I don't think he would ever get to the point where he could, like, pimp out people like i don't i don't maybe see not, his personality maybe not to the point where he would pimp but he, i could see him being like a like a abusive like spouse or being like abusive abusive in a relationship hmm. because uh like i don't know like i like that uh that conversation him and uh de niro have mm-hmm. where it's like like, I think even sport kind of has, like, that same kind of mannerism where it kind of mimics what other people do. Because, like, when they're having that conversation when uh, uh, Travis Bickle is trying to buy uh, time for Jodie Foster, like, they're just kind of, like, in this weird conversational standstill where they're kind of waiting for the next person to speak. And they're just like, hey, you... you're a crazy guy and they're just like they're not really saying anything to each other just kind of waiting for the other guy to say something of substance to play off of that Mm. and that's what kind of like makes me feel like they're kind of like the same person like they're not really saying anything they're just kind of like saying just like blanket statements and then trying to come off as like a regular person Mm. um I'm not to agree with to dick agree to disagree dick with agree you. yeah i'll have to dick agree with you on this um but anyway that leaving him to uh harvey Keitel that takes him to jody foster and that's when like 
the it kind of starts ramping up towards the end because like I it uh, when he first meets her like I said before like I wasn't sure when Harry Keitel said that like, she's twelve and I'm like no she's not fucking twelve <laughs> like I've seen her like a few times in this movie already and she looks like she's young but she, she's not 12 apparently she was 12 in real life so fuck yeah fuck well, i know like <laughs> fuck me right yeah <laughs> so um he meets her and he doesn't want to do anything with her at all like yeah. he wants to like take her out of this whole yeah. thing in take fact her out any, of anytime she tries to do anything sexual to him like he's really uncomfortable yeah he like I even i even kind of think back to his date with uh civil shepherd where like he takes her to the the uh, the dirty movie and then she leaves and he's like what's wrong what are you doing and it's like taking me to this is pretty much telling me you want me to fuck you and then he's like kind of like stops in his tracks like he seems like really uncomfortable in that moment where it's like you just took her to a movie just full of sex mm-hmm. and then the fact that she actually actually like says it in like right in your face like so you want to fuck me <laughs> that, like. And the fact that it, like, stops him dead in his tracks and he's just, like, really uncomfortable and, like, changes the subject. Like, that shows me, like, he does not connect the actual act of sex with going to a movie that involves sex. Like, he just sees... Yeah, this if is you, a date. Yeah, this if you take you someone do. on a date, you go to a movie. This is the movie theater that I go to. They show these movies. Let's go watch this movie. Yeah. Like, he does, it does not connect in his mind that you take them to something that doesn't involve an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess if you're not into origins, yeah. I suppose. But that I like that. Where, yeah, like I, he's definitely like, and um, when it comes to the subject of sex, like he just he does not want to deal with it. He just goes to a movie that has sex because you go to movies. Mm. He's one of those. Uh, <laughs> what are they called? There's like something out now where it's like a like a self eunuch or something like that, where you just like make yourself desexualize and you get all aggressive about it because no one likes oh, you. Oh yeah, what the fuck are they? Like uh it's like Oh fuck. I have to look it up, but it's yeah, like but uh, they've been talking involuntary about involuntary celibates. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they just like they don't get any it's kind of like this. They don't really know how to talk to people because they just live online. And they don't yeah, have real yeah. social interaction. Yeah, I was it's... thinking a hell of a lot about this like when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm not going to lie. There was like some times where I was like, I wasn't dating people for a while where I was like skirting on this. <laughs> like it, but it's a real thing. Like it sucks. Like you, like you go so long, like not being like, like you feeling like people are just like constantly like turning you down and then it just gets to a point where it's like it's not me it's them mm-hmm. and it's really easy to fall down that rabbit hole you just need to snap out of it and be like maybe you just need to focus on just being more social and being like more around people sure like, but i mean it's a slippery but it can be a slippery slope and i can totally feel for people like that it's just a matter of getting out there and talking to people yeah but, I mean, you also have to, like, learn how to talk to people and not have, like, weird social issues. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's where their predicament lies. Like, <laughs> it's it's a definitely a double-edged sword. Like, I bet there's plenty of people out there that have the, these, these crazy social tics that can draw people away, like, on the... Like, it, like, it's hard to get people's attention as it is. Mm-hmm. Like, people have the attention span of, like, a fucking goldfish nowadays. But you, you drop, and you drop that one thing that, like, draws people, that turns people off. 
and then they're just like they dismiss you altogether. Yeah. And it's just a matter of breaking that barrier. And like especially in this where like I mean, even here, like she gives him the benefit of the doubt and actually does kind of follow him along, but it's that one thing where it's like, oh, sex movie, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, once I get to um, Jodie Foster stuff, she goes out to breakfast with him, and he's, like, trying to convince her the whole time, like, what are you doing? Like, what? this can't be what you want. You should be going to school. You should be living with your yeah. mom and dad and all this stuff, and you're out here just, like, hoe-running. <laughs> <laughs> like, you shouldn't be doing that stuff. And, like, uh, he puts together some money to, like, get her out of there, and that's, like, when he goes, like, on his last little... Like, yeah, like he sets up the envelope to send to her before he's going to go kill the presidential candidate. Yeah, because that's what he plans on doing. He's gonna fucking show up with his sweet new mohawk, right? And just fucking waste this dude. But then when he pulls the gun, uh, that's when like a social or like a uh, no, what is it? Like the secret service. secret service guy sees him and chases him off. Yeah, which I also like that one where like. They have, like, the scene where uh, they have, like, the Secret Service guys, like, scoping the place. Mm-hmm. And like, this is, like, before this scene. And, like, he yeah. goes up to him yeah, and he's, yeah. like, he tries to, like, sound, like, super smart. And then, like, he does the mimic thing again where he's, like, oh, so uh, what kind of gun do you carry, yeah? 44 Magnum? Or, uh... <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, he's like just listing off all the guns that the gun guy sold him uh-huh. earlier. And he's just, like, trying to sound like an expert. And he's just, like, railing off what this gun guy told him. Uh-huh. And the guy's, like, oh, why don't I get your address? Because it's, like, oh... Crazy, like a weird guy in a fucking army jacket's asking me about guns. I'm gonna get your fucking address and get you fucking arrested. Yeah, but he was smart enough. He didn't give him his real name. Yeah, or he address. gave him. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like cognizant enough to. Yeah, like, like he was able to kind of pick up on. Oh, this guy's gonna fucking. Yeah, he's gonna fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Um, also found out that that mohawk haircut wasn't actually his real hair. Like it was a whole wig. Really? Yeah. Because I that- need. That he was, was um, it was really good. He had that because he was also doing, he was going to be filming something else right after this where he needed like a full head of hair, obviously. And so like, they're like, well, we'll just make a wig. And like, they made out like a horse hair and stuff. And it, I thought it looked really good. I know. I thought he legit did shave his head. It's like, it's in a, like a film museum right now. The whole really? wig part. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's a pretty iconic look. Like I've yeah. seen, like people wearing shirts of, uh, like, uh, Al- or, uh, Robert De Niro wearing that, uh, mm. like with that look, where like the fucking the aviators and the the mohawk, and, the like, mohawk the jacket, or yeah, whatever. and then like doing like the the gun, like the finger gun to his head. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen that, and I've seen like like on like band T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, when he yeah, so he gets to that point where he's like gonna go assassinate this dude and then didn't come, he gets chased off and then he like just hops in his taxi and probably drives around for hours until he comes back up to meets up with Harvey Keitel. Yeah, I think he was just he just wanted to talk to uh, Jodie Foster's character. Like I don't even really think he went there expecting to do anything violent. No, because I think he just showed up there just be like I just want to talk to Iris. I just yeah. want to talk to Iris, and then he was like I don't know what you're talking about, man. Whatever. And then he just gets to the point where he's like, fuck this, and then just shoots Harvey Keitel. Yeah, sticks a gun right to his guts and yeah. pulls the trigger. Yeah, and I like that because they, they the camera sticks them for, for quite a while after he does it, and he mm-hmm. seems like he's very, like, 
he doesn't really know what he's going to do next. Because like, he, he walks over to Harvey Keitel's body, then he walks over to the stoop and sits there and like looks around, and then he stands up and walks around again. Mm-hmm. Like I really like that, where like he, he never comes off as like this huge, badass action hero. No. Like he's just... Like, he just did something just completely out of the blue, and now he's lost. Yeah. It, but that wasn't the first time he shot somebody. Well, at least in the, in no. the movie, because, like, he breaks up that uh, robbery. Yeah. But even when he store. does that, he's not really like, oh, man. Like, he does it, and he's just kind of, like, lost in his tracks. And he's like, oh, man, I don't have a permit for this. Uh, I don't know what to do. And the guy's like, just get out of here. You save my shop. Whatever. Yeah. And he does the same thing here, where he shoots him, in, but he doesn't have, like, a shop owner to be like, get out of here. He's just kind of like... Uh, 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 I guess I'll go inside and shoot more people. (laughs) Like he's like, he's just, he seems lost. And then, and then like the gunfight after this, where like, he just kind of like shoots everyone in this hotel building. Like everyone, it's only four people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too much. Yeah. Well, it's like one of those, like it's those shady fucking places where like you take a prostitute to fuck them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, this gunfight, it's, like, it's so visceral and so realistic because it's, like, no one's, like, really, like, firing on each other from, like, far away. Like, it's, like, people, like, legit, like, sprinting at each other, like, pointing guns, like, point-blank range, just, like, firing at each other. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, none of it, like, it doesn't really feel like this, like, big glorified gunfight. It's, like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's not, like, yeah, it's not choreographed. Well, it was choreographed down to, like, every shot to make yeah. it look... Not choreographed. Yeah. But, like, it's not like a dance. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. a big action shot yeah. where, like, people are ducking behind doorways and everything. Yep. They're, like, they're just coming out and just, like, shooting, like, unloading yeah. the clip on somebody. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. Doing. yeah. I like Yeah, even, like, the one where, like, the guy in the room just, like, gets one shot off on De Niro and then he, like, has, like, that weird device... It pops out, and then, like, he shoots him with, ev- like, the entire clip into one guy after he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. But it's, like, it it feels more realistic. It's, like, that's, like, something you would do when you're panicking after you've been shot. You're yeah. just, like, ah, fuck, die! Yeah. And De Niro, get, like, he gets it right away. He gets, like, shot in the neck. Yeah. And uh, then in the shoulder, and then he takes more when he's, like, up in the room. Yeah. It's, like, he, <laughs> he takes a lot of punishment. Yeah. Um, and he dishes almost about uh, as much out, maybe a little bit more, uh, more he because takes. he kills four people. Well, yeah, but like he, like he, he's not, he's not coming out unscathed and like, oh, yeah. he, he doesn't like oh, just that dude when take... he fucking jabs the knife through his hand. Oh my God. That guy, <laughs> is that the same guy who got his other hand like blown half off? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, it's like the owner of the hotel, I think, cause he's just like, he's like, you're gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill you. You're fucking dead. You're fucking dead. I'm gonna fucking kill you. And yeah. he just keeps following the whole time. Yeah. And I think he's like the first, like one of the first guys he shoots when he gets in the hotel. <laughs> and he just keeps following him, yelling this the whole time. The whole time until he gets stabbed in the hand. <laughs> stabbed in the hand, and then he fucking uh, shoots him in the like shoots him in the head. Yeah. Like, oh my god. It's nuts. Yeah. But like, this was a scene where they had to change in order to get the R rating so they yeah. have like an X rating and was so what they did is like they lowered the saturation so it uh the blood wasn't like the bright red it looked like pink yeah and then they like boosted like a contrast so that's why it was like there's like really dark darks 
in there as well. Yeah, there's like one scene in there, like especially when it's like in the hallway, where it feels like the camera just kind of freezes on one particular spot while he's kind of moving around. Mm. Where it's like, so do they just do they do it that way because like they were afraid that it would be uh, X rating if they showed more violence or I what? Don't, but, I don't know because like I don't know compared. I don't know when like Rambo came out. Did that yeah. come out in the seventies? First Blood. Yeah, I think it was seventy. I don't know. It was the seventies, I think. Because like it's kind of the same. Well, I'm not gonna say it's kind of the same movie, but like it's the same premise. Like a guy comes back from Vietnam, and like gets met back with like negative feedback. Yeah. Even though it's like not the same situation, yeah. but like. Taxi driver does this where he only really kills four guys and Rambo kills a whole town. <laughs> and it's like what's the what's the difference here? One yeah. is one is like more glorified like yeah. act like like a uh, heightened reality and another is like you know pretty grounded. That's pretty interesting like a comparison of this and uh First Blood. Mhm. I mean, First oh, wow. Blood is pretty grounded too. It's not like super heightened. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I do like the idea of that where it's like yeah, like you take that, like take First Blood, and where it kind of glorifies that idea of fighting back against the system after you come back from Vietnam. And then you have yeah. this, where it's like he seems more mentally ill. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I kind of want to like watch First Blood now. First Blood is really good because yeah. like you want Rambo to fight back against these pricks because they're yeah. treating like complete dog shit. Yeah. Whereas like in this, like people kind of act more like people. And he's just not really taking in like what they're, what they're doing. In <clears throat> Taxi Driver. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. the real life is just like, getting to this guy. Yeah. Like more. even Sybil Shepherd, like she's vapid, but she's not like a she's not like a total asshole to him. No. Like she actually gives him the benefit of the doubt and actually goes on that date with him. It's just that when he acts super weird is when she gets turned off and turns him away. Yeah. But it's like it's all like it's all like warranted like. Yeah. You're coming on pretty strong and you're kind of a creep. Like, yeah. I don't want to be around you right yeah. now. Like, that's really fucking interesting. Now I kind of want to watch them like back to back. I don't know. I'm going to check when Rambo first blood came out, but like I, that, I thought about this like around the same time. Cause I'm like, well, if they're both Vietnam, like they have the same kind of like weird come back and try to like reassimilate into like real life. That's so, really cool. But, um, <clears throat> but no, I like uh um so uh, like 1982 first blood. Oh, okay, okay. So there you go. Like that, <laughs> that like uh seven year gap really changed. Like the MPA is like, oh, let's let them blow the fuckers away. Well, like after this, like the big blockbuster <laughs> would have come. Like Jaws would have been a thing, and all this yeah. kind of stuff, like actiony stuff. I thought it came out in like 78 or 79 yeah. or whatever. Um. Anyway. <laughs> taxi driver yeah but so, so yeah so getting to the end like i i love leading up to the end where they do like the whole like the whole letter from iris's or jody foster's parents yeah where they're like you saved a little girl like like we know you're still in a coma but we want to thank you and stuff like and there's all these newspaper clippings about him being in hero and shit uh-huh. which i love that because it, it goes back to like uh like wizard and his whole thing where it's like you are what you do and the one thing, and like, he didn't do the thing that he meant to do, which was kill this presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. He saved a little girl from 
a bunch of pimps. Yeah, pimps so and that's, scumbags. Yeah, so that's what makes him a hero. Yeah. Now, is he a hero? No. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. But uh, but I think that's what I think that's kind of like a cool concept that like they kind of bring up in this movie where it's like you see these news stories all the time of like people going in and saving people or people going in and doing like this really noble thing and then they're automatically labeled a hero. Mm-hmm. But like we legit spent and like an hour and forty five minutes with this one guy, and we know how fucked up he is and we know how. His skewed his ideas are and like what he thinks of people but yet the what everyone else sees makes him a hero yeah and i love that whole message of it yeah where like you could be the most fucked up person in the world you do this one thing and you're glorified you're like a god to people yeah i um i would have been even okay if like they ended it when he's like on the couch just doing the gun to his head yeah, like the finger guns to his head yeah. or whatever. But I do like the I do like them throwing in like the newspaper clips. Yeah, me and too, stuff. me too. Because like I wasn't a fan of it at first because it said like hero cab driver, and I'm just like, oh, that like just watching that all up to here, and then there's he's labeled a hero for all this stuff. I'm like, oh, that rubs me the wrong yeah, but way. But that's the point of it. I know, and I and I didn't get it until like a little reflection afterwards. I'm yeah. like, oh wait, that does make a lot of sense. And, like, yeah. They like, wouldn't know yeah. that. We as the audience see that, but yeah. nobody else it's, does. It's it's what it's com- it's the comparison of like what we know him as to what the pe- what everyone else has seen. Yeah. Um so like, And th- I think that's that's perfect. That I was like, amazing. Like yeah. those newspaper clippings that should have ended right then and there. Yes, because like at the end where they have the last little bit of stinger oh, where fuck. Sybil comes back in the cab, is it's, that what you're talking about? Yeah. I fucking hate that scene so much i don't like it either yeah he was like this sucks that's why like near the end or i'm like that whole civil shit could have been cut from the whole movie yeah and it's awful like it it totally like so i'll i'll just describe it so like so they cut to like uh travis bickles back on his regular shift like he's just palling out with the guys yeah Right before, like, he picks up a fair, and the fair happens to be Sybil Shepherd again. Yeah. And she starts hitting on him, where it's like, oh, I, I, I saw you were in the paper. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're a hero now, blah, blah, blah. And then he just kind of, like, blows her off and drops her off at her stop and then drives away and just kind of, like, looks at her like, yeah, that's right, I don't need you anymore, and then drives away. And I fucking hate that because it pretty much justifies everything he's done up to this point. Yeah. Like it, it the the whole message of this movie up to that point was, like, like society can label you a hero even if you're like a fucked up person. Mm-hmm. And then that scene is, but he's not fucked up anymore. Yeah. So everything that he's done up to this point is justified. Even the fucked up thing, the things that he's done is justified. And even worse, all of the trivial things that Sybil did, she's punished for. <laughs> Like, she comes off as a super vapid bitch at the end. Yeah, she, like, yeah, because, like, anything that he tried to do for an advance earlier to get to know her, like, she yeah. totally disregarded. And now, like, because, like, he's got some popularity, he's like, well, that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll I'll see him now that, like, now he's popular, even though he wants to take me to porno theaters and stuff that I don't like. And, like, yeah. like oh, I, no. This, no, this dude borderline stalked her. He yeah. stalked her, and he, uh, like, harassed her, but 
at the end of this movie, it almost punishes her for not accepting all those advances. Like, I feel like a creepy dude could watch this movie and be like, yeah, she should have fucking accepted all my flowers and she should have accepted all my advances even though she didn't want them. Yeah. Because in the end, I was right. I'm a, I was right. Yeah. I was a badass and now she wants me. But guess what? You can't have me now. Yeah. You should have accepted it back when I was a creep and harassing <laughs> you with flowers and calling you 24 yeah. 7 and making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to say with this now? <laughs> like, I know. That's the whole, like, conf- I don't know. I didn't. It was, It's so conflicting for the rest of the movie. Yeah, exactly. I I didn't know. <laughs> I Because did, back in 76, like, I don't know, like, how this would have been taken. I suppose I tried to find, like, some audience reaction of what it was. And when it debuted, I know that some people didn't like it. But I don't know what majority minority it was yeah like i i i don't know like if this was kind of like what like an action hero is like considered as today i would like to think it wasn't no no i don't think it would have been like he's definitely he's a very flawed character yeah and yeah. i i think i i know like at least 50s and 60s like it was very like old school like kind of western-esque like style hero where it's like flawless kind of right right but i didn't know if like they were trying to like flip it the flip the script is like well heroes have flaws or whatever but it's like this is not a hero no he's not i wouldn't even say he's like really an anti-hero either he's like he's not a great guy no and they even kind of present him in the end where like he's kind of cured like he's he doesn't doesn't have like those weird social tics anymore because like i feel like if he was still like the genuine travis bickle he would still be kind of pining for her in a way or kind of like mimicking like more human social behavior to try and like i don't know like kind of like draw her in or kind of even find out more about her or something Mm -hmm. but no, like he just kind of plays it. He plays it way cool at the end. Yeah, and I, I don't mean, think I, a tra- I don't think I don't think he would play it that cool. Yeah, I I don't know how it would be like with his like now his like notoriety. Like I know his buddies would probably be like, "Hey Travis, let's like hang out or whatever." And so like they'd be talking him up more yeah. than they would just sitting at that cafe. Yeah, but, but even. Uh, even then, like, I, 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 I feel mean, like... I mean, you could I could see him getting, like, a big head and be like, I'm above you now. Yeah, but I think even back when he was, uh, when he was still socially awkward, like, those taxi driver guys were not really, like, they weren't dickheads to him. No, like, I never... they still I never, invited him in, into his group and shit like that, and I, right, like... but he was, st- he was not, like, uh, they weren't, like, coming to him, like, praising him about stuff either. Yeah, like not that I know that they are now yeah. because like he's in the papers or whatever. But you gotta, you would think that they'd be like, oh man, like hero, fucking guy over here, like saving yeah. girls' lives yeah. and shit. Like you would think that would like get to him and be like, well now I'm like a faux celebrity and like I, I'm getting like a big head about it. Like I can see like yeah. now that Sybil Shepherd wants me back, I'm like I can turn her down because like I got the adoration that I kind of craved i don't know i can kind of see it like that but it's i don't know it's like so contradictory to the rest of the movie that i just it's so hard to like process like it doesn't even really seem like the that whole scene doesn't even really seem like the same character 
Yeah, I I didn't uh like even us just talking about it, I think it sounds better than it was in the movie because like I you can kind of feel good about like her wanting him back and her and him kind of denying her at yeah. the end. Like just saying that be like, "Oh, that's a cool kind of twist at the end." Like he's better like for it. But it's like it doesn't play yeah. like that when you watch it. No, like it feels like the entire character changes just to give you that satisfying like he can tell her to fuck off in the end. Yeah. But so I don't like, think she's never really much of a villain. She's just kind no. of she's just kind of vapid and just kind of goes through her everyday life and just kind of like pines for men for men's attention. And then that's what kind of like and then that's what like leads her to Travis Bickle, but then when he turns out to be turns out to be a creep, then she justifiably Yeah cuts him off and doesn't give him any more attention. Right. Which is it's Yes, please, don't talk to this guy. He's fucking mentally ill. Yeah. But then the yeah. fact she goes back to him, it kind of even ruins that character, where it's like even the most like shallow of women can see how fucked up he is and does not want a part of him. Mm-hmm. But then for him to for her to go back to him, then it's like, oh, so you're just as mentally ill then. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> like, you're just crazy. Yeah. He's <clears throat> chasing celebrity now. Yeah. But even that doesn't really feel like something that she would do. Like, no. It's just, it, that whole scene just feels so forced and weak. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah. I'm glad we agree on that. Good. Good. Um, also, you know what I'm glad? Is that this movie was free on Hulu. <laughs> oh, it was? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> All right. That's what I like my Roku remote for because I can just like press the speaker button on it yeah and, like find this movie and it'll give me every platform that it Son has of a bitch. It said free with your subscription and I'm like yes I Damn love it. that well Amazon got my fucking three bucks <laughs> um yeah I got really nothing else yeah that's pretty much the we whole thing pretty much all about it. it's pretty simple like yep do you um believe it should be one of the greatest movies of all time like well, it, see list. Yeah, it's it's really hard for me to like decipher that because it's like, well, people, it's just like, uh, Citizen Kane is like considered the best movie ever made. Right. But then it's like I've seen so many movies that rip off Citizen Kane that Citizen, Citizen Kane probably looks like a piece of shit to me. <laughs> right. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so I'm pretty sure there's plenty of things that ripped off taxi driver over the years yeah but i think for what it is i think it's still a pretty innovative and really cool concept Mm -hmm. and i think it should be watched i really liked it i do too i really think de niro's performance is really what makes this character work oh yeah uh and you get to see i i don't think i can't think of anybody else that would play like off like the nuances of like him you first are introduced to him and you think he's a pretty decent guy and then by the end you're like this guy is completely off his shit and like <laughs> and you just see that progressively throughout the whole movie yeah of him like and it just stacks on each other like oh fuck this guy is unhinged mm-hmm. this is no good like he's scary yeah especially when he's like trying to figure out ways to shoot people faster in his house <laughs> like, you kidding me fucking a your eye roll on that. He's like You're trying to fucking shoot people fast. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I would um, go right to the grade, and I would like. I wish I would be more 
well versed in like movie history to see like how influential this was at the time when it came out. Yeah. But now just seeing this for the first time and seeing like so many like copycats of this kind of movie. Yeah. Um this is still like a, a notch better than those because it does it differently, but I would probably give this movie uh uh I'll say I'll I'll say a B plus. Okay. Yeah, I like if it wasn't for that last five minutes, this would be a solid A for me. Because uh-huh. I I was really digging it all the way through. Like that last like I've said that first twenty minutes, it felt like it took a little bit to get into it, but once I got into it, I was there all the way through. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. But then that last five minutes where it just feels like it contradicts every fucking thing this movie was trying to say. I got so I was just like, "Oh, fuck you for that." <laughs> but it I still can't deny the fact that it's still a really good movie, so I I'll also say that it's like I would go from like a really solid A to like a pretty decent B+. Yeah. It's still great. I I would still put it on like try to see it before you die type of movie. Sure. Yeah. So there you go. Bucket list movie. Bucket list movies. Yeah. I've been trying to, like, over the last few years, cross some of these off that are like, you must see these. Yeah. And so just finding, like, even, like, uh, when we have, like, theme months, like this one. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, let's do a classic one that we probably should have seen that we can just, like, kind of wedge into, like, this theme or whatever. No, yeah, I yeah, know. That's why when we were, like, talking about doing, like, an anti-hero month, I was like, yeah, let's try and, like, find one that's, like, a quintessential, like anti-hero classic film yeah and like i remember i think watch mojo did like a top 10 anti-hero movies and this was number one another fucking big stupid ass big fucking here. june bugs ah! i don't want it to land in my hair <laughs> god damn fucking bugs anyway but yeah, uh, this was like no, like I watched like a Watch Mojo and like the top ten anti-hero movies, and this was number one. So yeah. that's why I was like, let's do this then. I saw like uh, it was like I just looked up uh, anti-hero movies, and like this was near the top. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, well, let's do it. Let's knock it out. Knock it out. Uh, well, besides Taxi Driver, did you get into anything else this last week, JT? Um, I watched the. Latest Paul Thomas Anderson, Daniel Day-Lewis movie, Phantom Thread. How was that? Uh, it's it's slow going. I would say even more slow going than There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's interesting. Okay. Like, I, I, I don't know. If you liked, if you loved There Will Be Blood, you might like Phantom Thread. Like, oh, there were There geez. was, <laughs> like, it, it's definitely more, like, slow going and, like, the payoff for this isn't as good as there will be blood, but it is, it does kind of like play out in like a really interesting way. Like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie does, uh-huh. but it is really slow. Like I think me and Molly watched it for two completely different reasons. Like I watched it more for the plot and she watched it more for like the post-war fashion. <laughs> Cause she loves like that Audrey Hepburn like yeah. type shit. And like, she would be like, like, there'd be, like, these long fucking things of, like, women in dresses, and she'd be like, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and then, like, right after that, there'd be, like, some crazy shit where, like, uh, 
someone's getting poisoned and I'd be like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like when, when like when I was bored, she was entertained, and when she was bored, I was entertained. Great. So it kind of like worked for both of us. But I mean, I mean, it was it was fine. Like I wouldn't put it at the top of my list of movies you need to see. Yeah. But I mean, there's like some really cool camera work in there, and it's it's a decent film. Okay. All right. And uh, there's also the uh, season finales of oh, Silicon God. Valley and Barry okay. on HBO. Uh, Silicon Valley, I, I I fucking love Silicon Valley just because they they find a way to make every season so much more different than the last season. Mm-hmm. And this last season, they does not it it does not change that at all. Like it's. Cool. Like it, it's so fun to watch because you're legit watching these guys go from like the bottom of the barrel type programmers to like legitimately like owning shares in like what could be like a multi billion dollar corporation, <laughs> and you can like see like their growth as like the as like the show goes on. Like you see them getting a little bit more successful every single season, so you kind of feel like you're part of this company with them. And I think it's like a really cool concept, cool, especially with this where it's like. No, they like own like a a three story building full of programmers, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like you went from like like working in like the living room of like a dude's house to like now you're now you're this. Like it's it's really cool to kind of follow. Cool. So like if you have HBO, just watch Silicon Valley from like the first season on, and it, it's really good and it's pretty funny and entertaining too. Yeah. I haven't seen any of this last season, so I think I might binge it now that it's done and yeah, it all out. Yeah, totally, totally, really good. Sweet. And uh, I'm what I will probably say is my favorite show of this, my favorite new show of this year so far is Barry. Yeah, it's that good. Really, huh? really fucking good. Okay. And it's totally digestible. I even like brought it up like possibly doing it this week. Yeah. Because the finale was this past uh, this past Sunday. And it's just, it's so fucking good because it's like, uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's uh, Bill Hader mm-hmm. uh, plays a uh, a guy who's a uh, hitman who stumbles upon like an acting class, and because of that one little stint, he kind of becomes uh, in- enamored with uh, the world of acting and wants to become an actor, while also also trying to jug juggle the life of being a hitman, and. You kind of see like the trials and tribulations of that, and it's it's really good. They tackle a lot of like really interesting subjects in it, like even down to like where like how weird actors are. Where like because they play different people, like they feel like they know everything. Mm-hmm. Like they get to like a point where like like Barry's trying to like act like ask like legitimate life advice, and they're just like acting like fucking experts at everything. It's like, <laughs> well, I played a murderer. <laughs> so I know that murderers act uh-huh. like this and he's just like seething where it's like, you don't fucking know a thing. <laughs> like, it's just like small scenes like that are really good. And just like the way the whole season plays out, like it almost kind of reminds me of breaking bad in a sense where like he, like his lifestyles kind of push each themselves in a way where it's like, he can't make it work, but he's still lying to himself that he can. Mm. And it's really interesting, even like down to like the finale, like some some shit goes down in the finale where it's like, you can't make this work, but he's still trying and he's still pushing forward. 
but it's just ruining people's lives around them. Mm. Like, it's really, really fucking good. I highly suggest checking out Barry. All right. Good deal. Because I, I, I keep forgetting about that show, and I keep wanting to see more Bill Hader stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'm glad to have a good... Uh, Good review and of it. and Bill Hader's really good in it too. Like he's really good at like playing like a straight man, where like he kind of lets the people around him kind of work. Because I think he's one of the writers on it. Yeah, I think it's like his. Yeah, it's him and and someone else are kind of like the main writers, like the main like writers and creators on it. And like he does a really good job of like he's more of the straight man, and he lets the people around him kind of act around him. And he's just kind of like this empty vessel that lets, that like kind of like absorbs what's going on around him, and it's it's really fucking good. I highly suggest it. Sweet deal. All right. Well, I got a lot of HBO to watch. There you go. <laughs> um, I have been recently watching the remixed version of season four of Arrested Development. Ooh, shit. Yeah, I want to check that out. How is it so it's, far? It's um, it's weird because. The fourth season was only 13 episodes. Yeah. But the remix version is 22. Oh, shit. But the original, like, they range in length. Yeah. And all of the remixed ones are, like, cut for TV. Okay. Even with, like, weird commercial breaks. Really? Well, like, that you can tell they cut for commercial breaks. And I don't know if that's, like, an edit yeah. point where it, yeah. like, mixes all the things together. I also think they reshot footage. Really? And, like, added it. Because, like, I don't remember this from the, the, you know, the first episode of season four where they all convene in that courtroom? Yeah. Like, uh, their lawyer shows, like, I think he shows up now, but he's, like, you can tell he's green screened in in this remix version in, like, a sailor's Is uniform. Is it Barry Zuckercorn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I'm like, was he green screened in before? <laughs> I, d- I don't want to go back and check because I don't want to watch the whole thing again. Yeah. But like, it's, it's weird. And like some of the, the, like, it'll say like previously on Arrested Development. And yeah. Like some of those will go on for like five minutes. Really? Because it's like not everybody got like a even shake on like their own episodes. Yeah. And so like they'll wrap like a chunk of story up in like a, like last time on Arrested Development, but it didn't happen last time. It's just like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll just like continue the story and like then it'll go into the credits and yeah. then it'll continue the thing for like fifteen minutes or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So it's like it's weird how they cut it up, but it does work. Oh yeah. It's just like I. It's uh. It's 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 weird and like I I can only explain it by like you got to see it to know what I'm talking about, but like. They, they kind of, like, have to go ways around making all this, like, interspersed story time, storytelling work. Yeah. But anyway, I still like it. Yeah. Like, I, I I like it probably a little better because, like, I'm not just, like, questered off to, like, a George Sr. where I'm like, I don't care about this. Yeah. Like, some of his is, like, intercut with Michael's story and all this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. That's so good. So, it's, it's good. It does, yeah. like feel like a regular episode again oh good yeah i was gonna ask you if it felt more like easily digestible now that they're mixing more of the characters together i mean easily digestible and like there's now how 
for whatever reason, more episodes. <laughs> but, like, I was just checking out because, like, the first, like, I was just, like, the time on the first five were 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first few episodes in the original cut are, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, they there are some ones that are really long. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, that could be the whole thing. But if they reshot footage, that can also add to the length, I guess, too. True. <clears throat> but, anyway, so I was watching that. I've been also reading um, Invincible for an upcoming Imperious Rex Mm -hmm. thing. I've got through four trades of that. Still good. I haven't revisited the first few stories in a long time. Yeah. And they they really, from the get-go, just go. Like, they start, and they, like, the first few issues are, like, uh, totally, like, different story per issue, and then the whole second trade is, like, a whole, like, arc, and then it gets into, like setting up little things so they can pay off later. I've yeah. already, and, and now that I know what the ending is, it's kind of cool to see where they set things up and like get going, whether it was intentional or not, but uh, it's been yeah. good so far. Oh shit. Um, also I watched the Tina Fey episode of uh, my next guest uh, with David Letterman. Oh yeah. That one's pretty good. Good. Um, she actually kind of like, Bust his balls for not having women in his writer's room when he had his own show for a little bit. Like, not a long time, but, like, she talks about, like, he brings up being a woman in a writer's room and being a head writer on, like, SNL for a little bit and stuff. And then she goes on a little tangent, and she's like, why didn't you have any women writers in your writer's room? And he's like, I, to be honest, I don't know. (laughs) And, like, you can tell he's just like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And... The show's canceled. <laughs> this, but is it why, was good. this is why I don't interview smart people. Yeah. But I I, I really like that show. Even yeah. with like people that I wouldn't necessarily care about, like a Jay-Z episode they had. Yeah. yeah. That one was good. Really? I like that one too. I need to go back and watch some of those. Yeah. They're all good. I like them a lot. Nice. Uh, and then one more. I did watch the Amy Schumer SNL episode. Yeah. I liked it. Really? Yeah. Like, I know everybody dogs at Amy Schumer, and even I have, about, like, joke stealing and maybe, like, playing, like, the same shit over and over again. But, like, I thought she was really funny in this. Good. So, like, I was pretty stoked on seeing her being funny. (laughs) Like, I'm glad. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you're funny. Uh but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been into this right last week. On. Yeah. So, right well, JT, if people want to dispute Arrested Development with you, where can they do that? I Season welcome, five's coming out pretty soon. I welcome the challenge at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, wanna Bucky for everyone on Snapchat, Troy. You can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. All of our episodes are posted on Facebook. They're also posted on uh, reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. Yes. But if you don't want to go there, that's fine. We don't do much on Facebook anyway, besides post a new app. I really want to get off Facebook, but I just can't seem to. Those commie bastards. (laughs) I I guess, like, Facebook has been putting up uh, ads on Hulu lately. I've seen them. (laughs) It's fucked. Yeah. It's like... Have you ever trust heard of us Facebook? Th- trust us now. <laughs> yeah. We won't fuck your info. <laughs> yeah. We promise. We We're love sorry. you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this dad hugging his baby. <laughs> yeah. Facebook. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, you can find all of our episodes on 
uh, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. And if you listen to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're called, you can give us a rating and you can subscribe there because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show, too. Oh, yes. If you want to write into the show, you can do that at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Oh, yes. Review Review spelled how it is in the title of this episode. Next week, JT... It's one of the big ones, one of the biggest movies of the summer. DP2. Doing uh, for Ant to Hear My. <laughs> We're about to DP. That's right. About to get into it. We love to DP. Yeah, that's right. DP. I, I, wa- I want to DP. I want a DP too. <laughs> you want a sequel to DP? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it uh yeah yeah so i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna f- see this but uh got a busy week bro yeah. had a baby I'm gonna go see that uh this week that's right so maybe there you uh, go. Have to pass just, off the kid to the parents sometime just, uh just get like a dummy version yourself <laughs> get like the the autopilot from uh airplane <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, give my brother a third kid to watch for a little bit while I go see Deadpool and live it up. While he's losing all his hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't don't even joke about that. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, that's the show. We got Deadpool coming up. We got Solo coming up. Solo. And then... Uh, Action pack two weeks. Yeah. And then... Oh, and you can't remember what... Oh, we got... um. I had an idea for, uh, since uh, Incredibles, we're going to do Incredibles before Incredibles 2, but we have a free week before that. I was thinking, since you uh, talk about those uh, uh, awesome animated DC movies, Mm. and since uh, Incredibles is an animated superhero movie, Mm. maybe you pick out your favorite animated superhero film and we review that on here. Okay. There was one that just recently came out as well, but by the time we get to it, it'll be like a month old. All right. But well, either it's way. It's one that I don't really want to see, yeah. so I'm like apprehensive of it. Because my original action. idea was that we do, since uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom comes out the end of that month, that we do a Jurassic World Incredibles sandwich, but I don't really don't want to watch Jurassic World again. <laughs> I could go for not seeing it either. Yeah. And, I was, can... and I was thinking since like, we do like a theme of like, animated superhero movies and like you always talk about how dc has like really good animated superhero films Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe dive into one of those sure we can knock it out i'll let you pick that's your pick okay i I don't i don't know too much about that world okay i'll let you pick and i'll watch it all right okay yeah that's our first our first week in June? June. Yeah, our first show in June will be that. Okay, sounds good. All then, right. Then it's Incredibles, Incredibles 2, and then maybe Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. See how we feel. See how we feel. <laughs> like, I, I, I could go either way on that. Yeah. I mean, it feels like we should, but I'm yeah. just like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any inkling to see it, but uh, the people might yeah. want to hear and then what we think about it. Going through People. our schedule, how I have it laid out is, then we have Luke Cage, <laughs> then oh, it's yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh-huh. then my idea 
for a uh, shrunken person movie after that. <laughs> and then my idea after that is then we dive into our uh, winner of our next week's tournament. Okay. Of random movies. Okay. Uh, Enter the Dragon versus Tombstone. Get your votes in. Get them in. Which gets us into August, which we have a big idea for August. But we'll leave that for later. That's all down the pipeline. Yeah. We should. We don't even need to be talking about this. Yeah. Live so much producing on air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a huge summer schedule already. That's right. So get ready, it's everybody. Just daunting. It's, da- it's daunting. I gotta, I gotta make sure this is all done and read a hundred issues of another yeah. thing. But in my defense, I'm trying to keep it as not theater heavy as it could be. That's true. For your sake. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> I also, they're just doing it in general. Like, the movies have been spread out a lot yeah. more. So it's yep. been yeah. a lot easier to it do this been instead a lot of easier. seeing a movie every weekend. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's the show this week, JT. Yes. So until next week where Deadpool 2 will be talked about. We will 2DP. I have been Troy to the max extreme. I am JD3K. And we are off. <laughs>